Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Downtime with Downstar, episode 159. And today we are here with Gunner Vic. Vicky Dem Buddy. Guncast. One half of Guncast. Vic, thank you for being here, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, man, for reaching out to me, man. Surprise the hell out of me, honestly. Really? Why is that? Who am I to get interviewed or be on a show or something <laughs> like that? Who am I? Honestly. You're you, bro. You know? Humble. You know what it what Humble. it really takes, dude, is um it takes somebody like uh your your partner of Guncast, Aki, to be able to recognize somebody that has that personality that he knows would be beneficial for this kind of setting, you know, and you definitely have it. And the good thing about it is that you kind of don't even know that you have it. So it's, it's so natural, you know, and that's, that's one thing that's really lacking, not only in like the media space, but just in, in life it's in general. So when people find somebody like yourself, that's just, you know, you are who you are, you're genuine. It's a, uh, it's definitely refreshing, dude. And that's why I wanted to have you on here to talk. All right. Hey, look at me. <laughs> speechless thank you i love i love it man the uh we've been we've been chatting for a while but the first time that we ran into each other was uh h day last year at maryland if i'm not mistaken yeah it was maryland right yeah that was uh it was a good time man uh you guys did the gun cast live inside of there i i uh and then you had the booth popping dude so what was yeah booth was lit what was something like that to you? Um, I'm just assuming that this was your first uh, experience with the light being on you. What What was that like? Humbling, very, very humbling, bro. Very, very humbling. I was um very surprised at how many people came up to uh to me. Yeah. Aki, we already know he's in his own lane. They come up to him because it's him. Yeah. But people that come up to me and want a picture and ask for merch and everything else, humble, humble, humble. Very, very humble, man. Dope, man. For real. I like it, dude. You guys have a really good chemistry, and uh, that probably speaks to the success of the show. Um, you guys have been hammering it out. It's every Monday. Is it a specific time on Mondays? Yo, 6 p.m. You heard? Oh. Monday, 6 p.m. <laughs> All right, so... So what do we got? What do we got right there, dude? 6 p.m. Guncast Mondays. You heard? <laughs> yeah. Now, now is that is that your merch? Yeah, yeah, it's my merch. Dude, uh, people we're... really mess with that, man. That, that show has um helped me uh open up a lot. You yeah, know? coming from somebody that really doesn't like to talk, especially to strangers, and don't like to be like even us doing this right here is not me. Yeah. So it's it helped me a lot to realize that everybody's not a. Can you curse on this thing? You can say whatever the fuck you want to say, bro. Everybody's not a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, man. So before we get any further, if people aren't familiar with the show Guncast, can you give us a quick breakdown of uh, of what it is and what you guys are doing? Guncast is. We started this thing. What we're on episode forty six. Nice. We cut it off right there because of the quarantine and everything. And we didn't just want to throw out a forty seven because everybody asking for it. We didn't just want like forty seven is obviously special. It's you know I mean Aki's number and mm -hmm. so we cut it off. We started this around after January last year, mm -hmm. twenty nineteen, and 
Yo, it took off, man. It took off. It really surprised the hell out of me how much people was really messing with it, man. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch from 1 to 46, I would not even. If you go back and watch from 1 to four to, to uh, 25, you'll see how camera shy I was. Yeah. How I was, like, mad stiff, uncomfortable. <laughs> watch what I say. To, to 25, well, I was, man, I was like, everybody, man, this is what it is. This is it. That's it. <laughs> yeah i feel you man i uh I, I love it dude and when people are able to get to that point where they just feel comfortable and they're just like fuck it that's where the best uh content comes out of you know because you're not holding back you can say what you want and the best thing about having a platform like guncast or downtime with downstar is it's not like everybody has a chance to have a opinion on it because it's not like instagram or facebook where it's just everywhere and people can comment on a, a short video or a picture or something like that you actually have to dedicate time to consume this uh this media that we're putting out there so you get to know your your audience the people that you're talking to and they get to know you as well so if you say something that could be misinterpreted by somebody else your audience won't take it that way because they just know what it is and that's that's one thing that i really love about podcasting is i don't have to really be as political as i was on you know my other social medias so well 80 80 percent sometimes it goes between 60 and 80 got you is um questions that these people ask yeah they want to know what size turbo what size tires what size what kind of gas who's tuning it that's from them. Yeah. Some when we go off into conspiracies and funny stuff about back in the day and yeah, like anytime you hear anything off the wall, it comes from me. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love anything it. that's not car related comes from me. <laughs> I love it. So um, I've kind of noticed a little bit on on Guncast and then having these conversations with you that uh, the automotive community isn't really like your main focus. Um, can you speak on that a little bit? Like, how did you even yeah, get involved with? Uh, well, that's that's a bigger story. But what is the automotive community to you? Is it just like a, a, a hobby or something to do on the side? As far as cars go, and I tell a lot of people. I enjoy working on my car more than I enjoy driving it. And that's being go. honest. Really? Yeah, yeah. I enjoy working on it, man. Like because it's I I've been around it forever and never really took the time to study it. It used to be looks. I remember when spoon when 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 slips was the end of the world when slips came out. Really? No, nah, you gonna put slips on there? No, nah, it's gonna be fire. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's what I used to be on. Like, so I was more into that. And then when um I didn't really start, I always worked on cars since I was 15. It was my first job I had was working on cars. But I've never really been into as far as taking the K24 apart and putting the, twi- uh, the Type S oil pump on it, plugging the I never did that until last year when I built my car. Oh, wow. I never, I just never cared. Yeah. So the whole, as far as a racing scene, it's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. 
So have you been around it for a long time? Yeah, I've been around it since about 15 years old. Hell yeah. Well, let's dig into it. First, where uh, where were you born and raised at? Born and raised in Yonkers. Got I was you. born in the Bronx and raised in Yonkers. Got you, got you. So when did you make it over to Yonkers? Um, as soon as I came out the womb. Yeah, oh, okay. What? I stayed in the hospital 24 hours and I went straight to Yonkers. To Yonkers. Got you. Okay, so um, what was it like growing up in Yonkers? Yonkers was cool, man. Yonkers is still cool. Growing up in Yonkers was uh, it, it was good. Growing up in uh, Whitney Young, it was good. I had fun outside, doing yeah. usual kid shit, blowing up M80s, doing <laughs> dumb shit. It was, it was fun. It was fun. The only uh, experience I have with Yonkers besides with you guys is uh, through DMX. Mm-hmm. So what was that like back in the day when that when that whole DMX wave was going on? DMX and my brother used to always be around him. My brother used to be around him a lot. DMX and um, uh, the locks, obviously. Styles and Sheik. Styles' grandmother lived there. Sheik used to live there. And they, oh, I see them every, literally. I see Styles almost every other day when I'm at work, and it's like regular. Oh, what's good, P? What's good? That's it. Wow. Like, it's regular. Yeah. So I don't look at him like, oh, shit, that's whole or. It's 50. Like, I mean, it's regular. He's definitely a regular dude. No security, regular. No way. Yeah, it's just regular. So growing up right there, what were some of the things that you would do as a kid? What were some of your hobbies that you were into? Yo, do you remember the blackout of... What, what year was that blackout? When we had that big East Coast blackout? No, 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 no. You don't remember that? No. It was That was national news. I don't, I wasn't really into the news back in the days when that shit was happening. It wasn't until like after nine eleven where I st- started paying attention to what was going on in the world. Everything before that, it was just like I agree. my like ten mile radius, you know. I agree. We had that national blackout, and I remember I had uh, my boss that at the time that I worked for as a mechanic. He's the one that taught me everything. Hector, he's, he's, he taught me everything. Yeah, he uh, bought me uh, eighty eight. Acura flip up headlights. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mint, mint. <laughs> no rust at all. And when the blackout happened, me and my boy twin took that car out. I stole the registration sticker. Yeah. Off of another car that we were working on. Yeah. Put it on my windshield. Took the plates <laughs> off that car. That back then, remember they didn't have the license plate readers on the back of the cop car. Uh huh. Put those plates on that car. Barely knew how to drive a stick, and I was gone. Really? The whole night. What year was that? Oh, my God. This had to be 2000, 2001, 2002. Got you, got you. So were you about 15 then? Yeah, yeah. What did you guys do? Drove around Yonkers, that's it. Drove around Yonkers. We ain't had nowhere to go. We didn't know nobody. (laughs) We got, I raced, um, that's the first point, actually, I met Ox's brother, which he'll, he'll probably tell you about his brother, James. That's yeah. when I met him. I had raced him from light to light, and police, as we were racing down, him and his truck, police was coming up the other way, Yeah. and we both seen him, and he went one way, and I went the other way because we seen the cop bust a U-turn. <laughs> 15. At 15, dude. No license, no light, no registration, no, the plates wasn't even mine. Bro, I was still reading WWF magazine at 15, dude. <laughs> Damn. So, uh, what what was that like, the blackout? 
That was fun, man. Stores were scared to open. They didn't stay. Once the night nighttime came, stores were closed, man. Gas station was closed. Everything was closed. We just walked hood to hood. That was it. We just walked from our block to another block to another block to another block. Yeah. And just just chill. Everybody was outside. Good time. No, nothing crazy. So how is that uh that area? Is it pretty um like neighborhood like over there, or do you have to watch back out for then, certain areas? Yeah, back then no. Yeah. Back then you had to be somebody had to know you. I mean, you just couldn't walk everywhere, and especially on my block. Back when I was growing up, if they didn't really know you, like a gentleman that passed away, God rest his dead, Malachi, when he was alive, he actually was the reason why people would walk halfway up the block and then they would cross the street. Wow. And walk and then continue walking. He was just he was just a wild boy. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, we never grew up with anything like that over here. I mean, maybe in like downtown LA or somewhere in LA in the hoods it it was like that. But out here LA ain't no different. I mean to be this I haven't even really experienced that, you know, because we're probably like an hour away from la so we're more in like the suburbs Mm -hmm. so i mean we have our our uh kind of the areas around here that are a little more dangerous but it's now nowhere that we'll be walking around you know it's um california is a lot different than new york is it's really spread out i don't do much uh public transportation or anything like that or walking you know Pretty much, you you get in your car, you go where you're gonna go, and then, and then that's it. But I it looks so dope, though, man. I ain't gonna hold you. Have California you ever been? So dope. Nah, I never been. I never been. No way. Nah, I only I've been to Vegas. That was it. California looks so dope, man. Damn it, it is, dude. I love it. You know, um, I love New York too. I, I love New York and how busy it is all the time. How much stuff you can get done and how how concentrated everything is i guess that's what i'm trying to say it's it's a lot more concentrated than over here everything is a lot more spread out so if something's going on in in la that's like a a whole different world for us because it's like 50 miles away you know Oh, okay yeah i want to go to california to try the tacos i got big mexicans out there all mexicans are small i got big mexicans oh no we got we got the real mexicans over here dude yeah i want to go out there and taste that food logistically that's where they come from, you know, Mexico is right there by San Diego, and then they just come and travel and then just spread the uh, the, the whole coast with delicious food. Or yeah. tacos. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> you you got to make it out here. T- <laughs> you do Tuesday tacos too? No, no, no. I think the only time <laughs> I would do like a Taco Tuesday is when we would uh, be going out clubbing and stuff. You know, so they would have like a, a Taco Tuesday night. You go and there'll be somebody cooking. But it was more about going clubbing than it was about the tacos. So 15 years old, street racing already. At this time, did you realize that you even had any any feelings for cars or it was just it was just transportation? No, nah, I always had a feeling for cars. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. When did that My start? Boy, uh, I would say I got into the passion of cars around yeah same even before i had my boss bought me my first car my father's a mechanic okay so i've always been around cars gotcha gotcha so i fell into love around yeah i would probably say about no like 14 like 13 14 into cars like i love them my boy ish he had beautiful cars and his brother omar God rest his soul. This is why I got the 07 on his shirt. 
Got you. It's the day he passed away, and that shit, that shit means something to me for real. And he, um, you know, you know how. All right, if you growing up in the hood, you have the certain older dudes that would cast you out, and then you would have like, yo, get out of here, Lonely. You're too small. Like you're too little. Get out of here. Yeah. And then you would have that other younger dude that's with them, but be like, nah, come here, money. Like, nah, you good. Yeah. He he was one of those when I was a youngin. Gotcha. And he's always been like that. And he did everything I wanted to do. He had a his brother had a hatch. He went and brought a hatch. His brother had a coupe. He went and brought a coupe. He had brother had turbo. He went and bought a turbo. Like he just and he's always brought me in to let me see and let me feel and let me drive and and that's why he's the he 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 really like got it stuck in my head like this is the way. Dope man. Yeah. What um, what did you see your idea of like the the car that you wanted to have when you were younger? What was like your dream car? Oh, she was mad corny. <laughs> nah, she was mad corny. It was a CRX SI, slammed to the ground, single cam. This is before I knew about swapping the motors. <laughs> yeah, P flow intake. Yeah. Uh, uh, a cherry bomb exhaust. Oh shit! Uh, a bronze clutch. Clear lights in the front and clear lights in the back. It was terrible. Yeah, terrible, terrible. <laughs> that was an error though. Terrible error. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Do you ever think about that? You know, you look at uh, old pictures of yourself, or even you know what you wanted your car to be, and and those times. That was fly. You know, what you wanted yeah. was fly. You know, even what we're thinking right now, if the, the dream car that you have or I, I have or whatever I'm into or whatever you're into, this is what we're into right now. This is fly. If you're going to ask me, this is this is what I do. This is fly. But I don't know if I'm going to feel like this in the future. Yeah. You know? 20 years from now, we might like, yo, we was back only back then too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we was back only back then. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of stuff that I wanted to do to my car that um, I probably wouldn't right. do now. But I got it all out of my system with the heavy you in the streets, like, EG. You, you look like you had fender flares on your Honda Civic and, and chrome rims. No, I didn't. You lying, Frank. Frank <laughs> is lying. Frank is lying. No, I kind of, uh, when I got into the Honda community, I kind of had the cheat code already. You know, down here we had the NWP for life. The um, It was like a forum with all the SoCal guys, and I got introduced in, to them really early on in my um, in my hobby of messing with Hondas and stuff. So um, I was kind of put on before I got to that level, you know, uh, before I naturally progressed into that, where I see a lot of people on their progression now. You know, you start off with something that's that's cheesy, and then you keep moving up, keep moving up. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. The, the guys that I wanted to be like. That was kind of what I was emulating, so I kind of missed that that part of you know trying to find myself and my style and the things that I wanted wanted to do personally. Cool. Yeah. No, so yeah, I, I that that's kind of when I did the heavy in the streets EG, the gray EG with the Lambo doors. That was pretty much the whole thing that was behind it. Yo, that was corny. Yeah, and that that's what it was. <laughs> I always want you know it was corny now. But at a time, everything that I did to that car at a time was the best thing that I ever wanted to do. You know, from from the underglow 
to the Lambo doors, to the graffiti. It was all steps of me being, you know, in love with Hondas or even in love with cars that even before I got into Hondas, I was into muscle cars and like, oh, I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And That's how I started. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I cool. started off American cars. No way. What were you doing? 78 Nova. That would be the still still to this year. That'd be the only American car I would ever own. No way. 78. That's yeah. like the, the box ones, right? Box one, yeah. Got you. Will you put some 30s on it, donk it out, or what? Oh, see, this is racist. You see this racism <laughs> shit? You see? Put some donks on something. You see this I love donks, shit? too. <laughs> Yo, man, I put some drag radios on there, man. Got you. <clears throat> so uh, what about, like, a, um, a Grand National? I like Grand Nationals. I do. I do those. Those are one of the first uh, turbo cars that came out. No? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like Grand Nationals absolutely. Yeah, that car. I was like nasty. the fifty-five Bel Air too. Got you. I like those. But my uh, old school car. Yeah, I mean, me and me, we talked about it in Guncast. My old school car to take home, park in my garage is gonna be a '64 Impala with hydraulics. Oh, you yeah, just like the one in uh, what's that movie? Uh, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. I want it to be yeah. just like that. Oh, dude, that's so beautiful, man. I was listening to that episode when you were talking about that. I was like, yeah, that's that's a pick right there for sure, man. Yeah, I take that 100%. I, I told somebody I'll trade him right now for the RSX for that. <laughs> dude, there was, there was one time where uh, I had a buddy and he was selling one, juiced up, hydros, everything hooked up, ready to go for like 20 grand, dude. And I, I should have just fucking bought that shit. But. Beautiful, man. I'm called a beautiful yeah that's a great car right there um when i got into cars that was my intro was because uh, my dad was into like low riders and things like that um so i was into muscle cars and then i had my uh i still have it to this day the chevelle uh 69 chevelle chevelle yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. my boss's favorite car really 15 years he had it and it sat in the shop and i worked at that shop for six years yeah he yeah, loved that car. they sit dude that's what happens with these old cars, dude. Is you, you'll do something to them, and then life happens, and it just ends up sitting. Dude, I had that Chevelle sitting for like four or five years before I got it running again. But it's yeah. uh, that, that's a good pick, dude. So what what color would you want it to be, the Impala? Uh, maroon. Maroon. Yeah, I would like it to be maroon. What maroon about black the... tents with some um, chip foos wheels? No, I gotta go to chip foos for the wheels really yeah i gotta go to chip foods oh yeah. shit you, you're yeah, not I fucking like with the daytons no <laughs> yo another racist guy what's wrong with this motherfucker man <laughs> no that's um that that's like the car right there dude with the daytons and the 520s with the white walls the 13 inch daytons new york cali yeah so what was it like what was it like in New York? What was the style of cars that people were going with in New York? As far as what? Just what was popular. You know, uh I remember watching uh, Paid in Full and all the cars in Paid in Full there with the sobs and BMW's kitted and things like that. Was it more of like that? When CRXs came out, I know two of the dope boys from my block went and bought them both brand new. Yeah. They, they went and bought the CRXs when they first came out brand new, and they crashed them a week later. $17,000. They bought them off the lot, and they crashed both of them a week later. <laughs> yeah, that's a real story. You ever crashed a car before? No. 
Me neither, dude. Well, no, I fell off a bike though. No way, you bike? I know how to ride. I used to wheelie. Look, I'm a first gear wheelie. I know they're gonna kill me for this, but I'm a first gear. I just hit it in first and just hit it and they come up with my fat ass all day. <laughs> that's about it. Was that like a street bike or a dirt bike? Street bike. Got you, got you. How fast? I'm scared. Of really? Is that something that they do out there? Is like uh, dirt bikes and the uh... hell yeah. Really? Hell yeah. No bike shit. life out here. Yeah, we don't have anything like that out here, dude. No, y'all like donks and uh, tipping on faux foes. <laughs> All that other shit. I was so into that, dude. Like when um, it was like the maybe 2005-ish when E40 was really popping. And then the, the donks got really popular around that time. And mm. that was an era, dude. But then, that looks dope, bro. I'm yeah. not gonna hold you. That shit looks dope. Yeah. I watched the Donk racing, uh, drag. Yeah, drag yeah, yeah. That they do that shit is dope. Yeah. That shit is dope. Yeah, there's one. Um, I always wanted to go to it, dude. It's this is weird. It's like something that I never even talk about, but I love all kinds of cars, dude. It's uh, it's called Donk Day. And if I'm not mistaken, it's probably in like Memphis or something. But it's just, I don't even know how big it is. It could be just like an H day to us Honda guys, or it could be some little meat. But I seen it pop up once in my feed and I just started following. I'm like, damn, man, these cars are so fucking sick, dude. Mm -hmm. This with the huge ass wheels and just, just looking gaudy and the interior and just, it's just dope, dude. I love it. I want something on 30s. I don't know what. You know, truck. A truck? Like a dually on 30. That, well, that's something that's really popular out here is with the um, the truck scene. So they have a lot of the uh, single cab Silverados, the, mm. the Dodges. Um, they do a lot of that out here. And then my boy had a My boy had a Silverado that went 10s, 10, 10, 10, 50s. Yeah. And we drove it to the track. Yeah, dude, it has the LS in it, you know, it just needs tire and you're ready to go. But I like that, man. I like all kinds of stuff and not just, I don't like to just be boxed in the the Honda community, you know? Honda community is great, bro. Like the Honda community is, 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 is dope. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's. it's weird well let's talk about it when did you start getting into the the honda community as far as being in kind of uh involved in what's going on seeing who's who the names and things like that the events coming up when three years ago three years ago and what was it that that started that i coming back to racing technically when i bought his red hatch the AK-47, he had sent a text message to me and said, yo, what you think? And I said, no. <laughs> he said, why not? I said, for what? Yeah. He said, because, my nigga, the racing is dead. I could probably come back and save it. This dead serious. This is his, this is what he said. And I said, so? Yeah. No. Leave it alone. So. Next day, I woke up and nigga posted a video. He bought it. And that was it. That was it. So, before that happened, um, well, let's let's just get into it. How did you and Aki even meet? Me and Aki, I know him for fucking. Each. I know Aki since elementary school. Wow. Yeah. 
No shit, dude. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> oh, this is cool. I got his little uh his little pants on. Like, you know, your parents dressed you, had your little pants on, and they was pulled up over the belly button. Shirt was tucked in. <clears throat> ears was sticking out. You know, you got big ears. And, you know, I was like, yo, come here, little nigga. Let me talk to you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How the parents dress you. How <laughs> <laughs> no, they dress you, man. Pull your pants up. Yeah. yeah. I know Oxus is about elementary school for real, though, man. And not elementary all the way up till now. Still, same thing. So, when did you notice that uh, it was turning into a, a real friendship? Was it right off the bat? A real friendship with probably teenagers? Uh, actually, no, I'm lying. Well, we still teenagers. Yeah, still teenagers. 18, 19. Yeah, because that's when he was into his car shit uh, heavy. And that's when I... It was two separate crews. He had uh, Rob and Maps crew and Ralphie and all of them that he used to be with. And our crew-ish, Chrissy and everybody that I used to be with that was from my block. And we would intermingle with each other. Got you. So we would always, always see each other. He used to be up there building something. It should be down here building a little nice car or something like that. We'd meet in the parking lot. We'd all chop it up. Everybody was intermingle. Everybody. Yeah. Now, now, when he was into the racing stuff, were you just coming to just hang out or were you part of it as well? Hang out. I didn't care too shits about it honestly no i didn't i knew he could drive yeah whoever he was racing i said he was gonna win and that's it like that's it hmm that's crazy so when you i'm in the background got you i don't want to be up there i don't want to i don't want to grab the car i don't i don't want to do none of that yeah i'm in the back me and a few other people are in the back that's it so was your main interest of going just to hang out with the homies rather than it was just to watch racing? Yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. So go back to when he was going to buy the car back again. Was that kind of your mindset? Like, well, why are you going to keep messing with that Honda stuff? Yeah. I'm just like, for what? Like you left the game for a reason. What you coming back for? Yeah. The response was like, yo, the class is dying. I can save it. I said, so what? <laughs> <laughs> and history has been made, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely. It's Shit has made. has definitely changed a lot ever since. It's been it, four cars to what, 24? To be honest, I'm not even sure, dude. I think it's 24 to 26, and that was just from talking shit. Yeah. I can save, I can do, I'm going to do, you can't do what you want to do, and look at it now. Yeah. <laughs> Now, while all this stuff was unraveling, uh, what what was your thoughts about everything? Nothing. You're just there. Yeah, I'm just there. Like nothing. Yeah, that's dope. Are you sure you, you want to do this? And he's like, Yeah, man, why not? <laughs> like, all right, okay. I don't, I don't, Frank, man, I, I, that's it. That's it, bro. Yeah, that's dope, man. It's um. Sometimes it's nice to be like that, just to have that outside view of things, to not really be in the mix of things or not have any emotional involvement with anything that's going on. I think that like that's what keeps everything so pure and the feeling so pure because it doesn't it doesn't have that much of a of a meaning to you. It's just more of like a 
just an experience, you know, because on the other side, other side of things, like when I first started getting into the Honda stuff, it was really exciting before I kind of knew everything that was going on in the community before I knew the people before I was part of it, politics and things like that. It was just it, it was a lot less pressure, you know, and I remember those nights just going to the meets and going out racing and just not having anything else happen outside of that you just go you do the thing okay now we're gonna go do something else we're gonna go out partying or something we're gonna go yeah, do yeah. whatever and it was just it was just a part of the night you know yeah 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 so that was dope so when you um when he came back three years ago and you started getting into the community what was your thoughts of the of what the honda community was um coming back what did i think it was about um was it different than the years before hell yeah i went from everybody i went from a lot of people knowing and respecting and appreciating who the uh who he was and what he did like all oh, this hockey from street race and he came back oh now he's in the all-motor field oh he said he's gonna bring it back flavor I went from that to just a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Like bullshit. Like niggas saying it's on site and just people talking negative. It was just stupid. Just stupid shit. Yeah. This is what I was telling him. Like, for what? For what? Yeah. For that? And uh, when, it, when it all panned out, obviously a year went past. Now we're seeing like, all right, you niggas are just talking. And he started bringing more people in, and and it was it was. I told him, I said, "Yo, you did it." I said, "I told him. I swear to God, I told him one on one conversation. Yo, you did that. No, you did good. You did good for real." Yeah, it takes people like that to just mix it up, and you know, turn things around and see what's gonna happen. You know, because if if you just stay and nobody comes up with any different ideas or things just keep going how they go, who knows what even would have happened to that class. Mm-hmm. It could have very well just disappeared if nobody was yeah. even participating in it. Especially with but the rock. But rock. how come, Frank, people don't want to give him that? Um, It's went from four to whatever it is now. How yeah. come people don't want to give him that? Honestly, I'm asking you. Me? I don't know. I can't speak on why they're not. It could be the way that they perceive things. You know, what, I, what I've come to find out is the way that I look at things and the way that I perceive things, it's on the minority, you know, um, and that's kind of a reason that I really don't relate to many people, that I don't have many friends, people that I have around in my circle, because, you know, if you'll be, say you're somewhere with a bunch of guys, you know, something happens. And then one dude perceives it one way, the the situation, whatever it was. But in your head, like, uh, that's not how I saw it. But then just yeah. imagine most people are saying, yeah, that's what I saw. That's what I saw, too. And then it just makes you feel like you're the outcast. So you can either try to battle all these people and say, no, it's this way. Look at it this way. Or you could just let them be themselves and they're going to end up however they end up and it just it's it just takes a lot of energy man it takes a lot of energy to try to sway people's mind and their mentality and the way they they think about things it's um 
feet. Yeah, I don't like doing that either. Yeah, I don't like swaying people into thinking, believing. You believe what you want. Period. I'm gonna be all right for sure. Yeah, and I don't like doing that. And that's kind of the conclusion that I came to, you know. Um, and it's just in growth, man. You learn that over time. And while you grow, you learn how to look at circumstances in and situations in, in a different light. Maybe after you get more mature, maybe after you have more information. Um, and I really think that that's kind of, kind of the big thing is that people, they don't have all the information. And even if they do have all the information, maybe they don't have the software to decipher that information to see what it really is and that kind of leads us into the situation that we're at today while we're doing this well i mean we couldn't do this in person anyways because you're across the country but i've been skyping with all my guests for the last few weeks now mm-hmm. <laughs> me me thinking about things and seeing how things are and you know doing my diligence my research it seems like something else is going on, you know, but like I said, I'm the minority. So the majority of the people that are just, you know, following what has been told to them. And that can, that can either be what the situation we're in, or that can be about Aki or the gunner movement or anything like that. You know, listen, people are, See, it's hard for me to talk because I'm going to talk from a point of that's my blood. Yeah. That's, that's my brother. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be different for a lot of people, which is fine with me. You know what I mean? Because if Frank has a best friend, whether it's right or wrong, in your eyes, he's right. Yeah. Behind the scenes, what we talk about is none of your business. Yeah. But right here while it's going on, y'all can see he's right. Yeah. Later on, I tell him, like, yo, maybe you should have, or you could have. That's different. What I don't like about this is that people don't understand loyalty. Yeah. People don't understand about being solid. And certain people don't understand about minding your fucking business. Yeah. I don't like that shit. And the one thing I told him, the one thing I hate that he does, I fucking hate it with a passion, is call everybody his brother. I hate that shit because time and time again, he gets the shitty end of the stick. I, I hate that shit. Yeah. Well, you mentioned about, um, you know, having morals and values and just minding your own business. Um, where did you learn all those qualities at? From my block. From growing up in my hood. That's it. Yeah. And because... If you didn't, there were circumstances, right? Yeah. Nobody wants to be labeled a rat, bro. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. You know, Nobody. Now, I, I look at things the same way that you look at it. You know, um, maybe you have it a little more intense because you've seen more firsthand than maybe I did. Um, but when you find out that a majority of people don't have those same values and ideas and then you realize that they're not from where you're from they didn't have to go through the things that you did it's kind of hard to hold them to that that kind of standards you know it was 
point. It was something that I was talking about on one of the last podcasts that we did with Dre from um, Who Shot You. And great dude, too. Shout out, Dre. Great, great dude, dude great. yeah. And it was something like, you know, this is the situation. This is what it is. This is how the majority of the community perceives things. I can't do anything about that. Well, I can, you know, I can, I can fight it and fight it and fight it and put the point out there and fight it. Or I can just reevaluate to see is, is this somewhere that I really want to be spending my time? You know, I have, I have time and time is valuable. Is this somewhere where I want to spend my time where these people don't have the same values that I have? They don't, they don't uh, appreciate people's loyalty like I do. Is this somewhere where I want to be putting my uh, my time into? And that's something that for the last couple of years that I've been thinking about. And, um, you know, I'm putting my time in where it's appreciated and where I feel like that it makes the most impact. And that's why I kind of had to step away from, you know, whatever's going on in in the race community because that was something that i saw that the majority of the people not saying everybody because there is some cool people inside of that community but the majority of people um seen where their uh where their values lied at and the things that they let slide and the things that they condemned it was a lot different than how i felt about things so rather than try to change everybody's idea where i'm the right one and thousands of you guys are wrong when in 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 the real life that could be true but i'm not up for that battle you know i got a family i got a business to run i got a life to live i'm not trying to change everybody else's perspective for what because the way that they think about things isn't going to hurt me it's only going to stunt their growth you know no i get it 100 percent, 100 percent. yeah and that's well, <clears throat> frank what you what you think about the racing scene right now? Frank? Let, me, um, let me ask you. Let me, let me be specific. Yeah. What does Frank Downsaw think about the all motor scene mm. right now? Um, the all motor scene. Well, for me to actually even touch on all of it, I'm gonna have to preface this with: I'm not the biggest of racing um, fans, where I know. Who's going the fastest? What's the fastest? What motor? What's the setup? Who's from where? Anything like that? I'm I'm very ignorant to all that stuff. I'm gonna say that off the bat, you know. Uh, that's being honest. I got yeah. no problem with that. Um, as far as w- how I perceive it, from you know, like a car show guy, if that's what some people would classify me as, as to just an outsider looking in on the community, I feel like there's um there's too many egos and the too many egos are stopping the growth of the overall sport from growing because there shouldn't be a reason that formula drift is on ESPN or what have you. It has monster rockstar, all these huge sponsors Mm -hmm. and the race community, the Honda community, which is, Got you shit. know, yeah, we, there's a lot to offer. And now dabbling into the all motor turbos, seven seconds, like why isn't this on the limelight? And would it, I mean, to be honest, 
from the outside looking in, what it is, is the people representing themselves are not doing it in a professional way, which would lead to bigger sponsors, bigger events, more coverage, and the Honda community or the Sport Compact community being looked at as something that it was looked at in the past. That's the way that I look at it. Yeah, well, I, I, I get you, but it's it's too much politics from my point of view somebody that's not in it yeah and i'm supporting my man just because this is what he likes to do and this is what he wants to do yeah it's too much politics bro this one spent more money on this this one paid for this this one sponsored this no 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 that's not how it go bro yeah that's not how it go yeah that's not how it go and I think a lot of it, too, it has a lot to do with social media. You know, um, these guys understand the formula. If you put someone on blast or something, you get like two to three days. You're going to your page is going to be lit. People are going to be interested in what you're going to say. They're going to be going on to your lives or what have you. And they understand. Yeah. And, and and that gives you a feeling of importance. And when you have that feeling of importance that maybe you wouldn't have on a regular day, that maybe people aren't checking for you on a regular day, uh, unless it's at a race event or something like that, like that feeling's intoxicating, you know? So when you see somebody going through not even Aki situation, uh, I'll just say my, my personal situations that I've had, when you see me involved in something, I try my best to step away, to not put any anything out there for people to feed on because I know that's just going to keep adding fuel to the fire. You know, I'm not There's nothing wrong with that, bro. There's nothing wrong with that. But at some point when you keep poking a nigga, you, you know, the reaction that's going to come behind it. Right. And I've been there too. And I've been there and I've seen that those pokes weren't real pokes. So it's just like, what are we doing here? Yeah, be careful. That's the yeah, you gotta be <laughs> what careful we, who you poking. <laughs> what are we doing here? This isn't this this isn't even fun. This isn't even productive. This is this is as close to like the makeup community drama. Because my my wife follows the makeup community and all the time I'll see a YouTube video pop up of this person beefing with this person, this person makeup sucks, this person has a I scandal. Every industry you go in, I don't care where you go, you're gonna get that everywhere. Yeah, but you don't have to step into that stuff. There's there's other makeup companies like the 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 brand owners and things like that, the ones who actually own like uh, Sephora or what have you. Like they're corporate. They're they're doing business. Everybody else is in the mud, playing in the mud, and that's somewhere where I never wanted to be at. You know, back in the day, yeah, that was different. Because, like I was saying, when you get that intoxicating feeling, all these people on your page want to know what you're going to say. But then once you realize that they're just looking at you as like uh, love and hip hop of of the Honda community, uh, that's something that I had to step away from. That's funny you say that. That's funny you say that, right? All right. So when, when I'm going to take me first. Yeah. When I'm on my live, I'm usually 16 to 20 people. That's it. I'm a nobody, like I said to you, Frank. I don't expect nothing crazy. Yeah. 
when I start telling the stories about back in the day and this and that, I notice that it jumps up to 30 to 40 people. Yeah. So I would see these niggas in there sending shit and doing whatever they got to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But I also notice when, when the drama starts or when, 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 a, when another individual, when another gentleman posts something and, and, and it's about my man and he has to respond, his normal viewing of 110, 120 people, with well, the minute he goes live, is 300 people. What are we doing here, bro? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> are we in right now? What are we doing here? Yeah. I never, ever seen people that live and strive for the drama, bro. Yeah. And want to comment and give their two cents. I swear to God, that shit blows my mind every time. It blows my mind. That's like being blocked on Frank's page. And let me go make another page to go tell Frank to kiss my ass again. Yeah. That's insane, bro. That's insane. Yeah. The internet the internet should have a black eye button, my opinion. Don't hold me. Love you. Need you. <laughs> <clears throat> it's different, man. You know, we're all trying to figure out this technology that we have, these this new way of living and um Look, Vic, we all have insecurities. You know, and mm. if if you're a person with insecurities, you understand what those triggers are and you understand what it looks like, no matter if somebody's covering it up or not, because insecurities, they come out in different forms sometimes. Mm -hmm. So that's mm -hmm. mostly what I see. A lot of the stuff that I see is a lot of insecurities. Why is this guy doing good? I'm not doing good. Why is this guy going fast? I'm not going fast. Why are people yeah. following him? Nobody's following me. You know, and like I was saying in that last podcast, it's the reason that Guncast is working is because it's entertaining. So if you want people... Thank you, by the way. Yeah, of course. <laughs> if you want people to like you, if you want people to tune in, if you want people to, to support you, you have to have something to offer. That's, yeah, that's basically what it is. What do you... Just because your car goes this amount of horsepower or how fast it goes or whatever like that's dope there's nothing there's nothing that i'm downplaying about any of that but if you want to turn that into something else if you want to be uh an influencer or uh, a, a a mover and shaker of the community you kind of got to put a little more work into it to get that kind of respect sometimes you gotta shake the community up to wake them up to let you know I'm here. Yeah. No, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, I feel you. And you know the the way that Aki has come back and the things that he's done um shook it, him up. It, it shook him up. It worked, but it's it's a tactic that not everybody can do. You know, cuz I'm sure that that he goes in every day and there's um you know a lot of the stuff I want to talk to him on when we get him in, but I'm just I'm just paralleling the way that I would feel from the outside looking in the the situations that he has going on if every single uh now it seems like a lot a lot is more positive you know i don't follow any of like no, i uh, still being blackballed got you got right. you okay well just to have to go through that stuff all the time whether it's once a week once a month or always having to block people and people saying things about you that's that's something that i never wanted to deal with 
That was, I wanted to find a different way to, to make this happen, you know, because it's just me. I know me personally, and it's hard for me to, to just take that and just, just, ah, whatever, you know, it, I take that shit personally. If you say something, if we're talking right now and you tell me something personally right now, you still told it to me, no matter that we're on, we're on Skype. So if you say something online and then I see you in person and you're like, oh, that was just online. It's like, no, that's, that's just a different way of happens. It does. It, It definitely does. And when that happens then you realize that you're not playing the same game, you're not in the same game. So it's just, okay, I gotta, I gotta step away a little bit or I gotta, I'd rather, I'd rather him tell you that, that a lot of passes have been given man. Yeah. Because it's just online. No, definitely, dude. And that's that's something that I had to check with myself. You know, when I asked you, why do you have those certain values? Why do you feel feel that way? And you said it's because of of your hood, how you were brought up. Then I had to think, you know, the way that I brought up the the values that I had were because of my past. So logically speaking, if a majority of people never went through those kind of things or even had those type of values, they're not going to think about the things yeah, that 100%. I think about it. Yeah, so it's just... I agree. Yeah, I don't expect... That's the, this is what I'm saying. A lot of the people that we that we bring in close to us that we think is on the same page as us yeah. aren't because they wasn't brought up the same way we was. So when they do uh, flagrant shit, I, my first thing is, nah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. And that's it. As far as I go, I'm like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So, I mean, then it could be that. But then also, a lot of this stuff can be taken care of with a conversation. If people were able to just explain things like the way that they look at them, where they're from, and the way the other people look at them. Now, is this before or after social media, that conversation you're talking about? Because a lot of niggas want to make the social media first and then come and talk to you after. I mean, either way, I don't see. Nah, that's not all right. I don't. It see, don't work like that. Right? No, I, I feel you, but I don't see if something happens on social media and then we're able to have a conversation after. I mean, just because it goes to social media doesn't mean that it's the end all be all from there. But I, when I talk to somebody, I'm able to see inside of their eyes to be able to read their body language to see if they're being genuine or not. And if they're not genuine then that's on them. I'm being genuine. I'm telling you how I felt about this situation, how I didn't like when so-and-so did this or what have you, how I took it as disrespect because this is how I think of respect. And if that person agrees or sees where I'm coming from and we we hash it out from there, I'm still willing to be like, all right, cool. You know, I, We're not going to be friends, but you stay over there, I stay over here. But then when yeah. that person goes back on what they said and they keep on on the fuck shit it's just like well now we're not even on the same level there's not even a point on even having a conversation anymore because you're you're just like goofy so it's you don't exist anymore you can yeah. say whatever you want it does yo, you don't even exist you when you ign- yo i learned that <laughs> they hate you when you ignore them oh shit when you leave them on scene they don't <laughs> like that shit they don't like that shit yeah so i mean Maybe it could just take... So let me ask you this. Go ahead. Let me ask you this, Frank. I got an issue with Frank. Yeah. Frank has a, a big following. I got my little following. But people fuck with him. They fuck with him. 
I go and blast Frank on my page before I call Frank. Remind you, I said I mess with you. Got you. I go on my page and say this is how I feel. And blah, 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 this is how I feel about Frank. You don't know what's going on. You sleep. <laughs> you wake up to Frank is, y'all, you a piece of shit. You are. What is your reaction? This is online, by the way. FaceTime him? And I know you. I have your number. FaceTime him? You calling him, right? Yeah. Like, yo, what you what you doing, bro? Yeah. What the fuck is good with you? Okay. A lot of the times, people don't do that. Yeah. They go straight back to the internet with it. Yeah. And then it just blows out of proportion. And then when the phone call come, it's it's a nah, I ain't say that, bro. What I said was, oh really? For real? Yeah, nigga, look, look at this. This is what I said. Oh, all right, cool. Now everything's deleted. Yeah. What I'm saying is they didn't have to get there. Yeah. You had a problem with me? Why you ain't call me and tell me that this is how you felt, bro? And we could have addressed that right then and there. Why are you going to social media first and then I gotta hear about it on the wake up? Because it's hard. That's why. It's not hard, bro. Yeah, I mean, for some people, it's hard. You know, when like I said, when feelings get involved, somebody's feeling was hurt. So are you gonna call the person, which you should, or are you just gonna go online and try to get your community to agree with you and maybe you're not even in the right at all you know it's just a, a lot Frank, of it. you don't think i haven't i never had a problem with aquifer you don't think we ever had arguments or oh yeah i'm sure you've you never seen a fucking post about it you would never know about it yeah i'd call him or i would go to see him yeah. or he would call me and come and see me like yo no nah, what you and that's it. That's as far as it goes. No, nah, you're right. I should have. No, nah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Bro. I mean, if everybody thought like that, things would be a lot better for sure. I'm not going to say it wouldn't be. It would be a lot easier. And a lot of the issues that I've gone through, they would have they would have hashed out way better if people didn't take to just going on social media rather than just to give me a call. You've been with me when... Ak and I've had, or, or you were with Ak when he and I were FaceTiming and we were having an issue and you were there. Yeah, I kind of didn't like you. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, he didn't tell you. He didn't tell you. I was on you, man. I was on you. He didn't tell you. And it took, I was on you. And it took that time <laughs> for us to be saying what we had to say, for us yeah. to get where each other was coming from, and then squash it. And then it was just, that was within a couple hours. You know, yeah, yeah. but if that's it, yeah, yeah, that's it. If somebody, if, if I was able to have that conversation with so many other people, dude, it would be Gucci, but it's just the gentleman that did that bullshit though. That's about when, when I hacked the page I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> I don't yeah. yeah, that, that, that's yeah. all. Yeah. It's all good. It's, you know what, Vic, it's crazy, bro. Cause it is, it's all good, dog. Like you, th if you think about it, dude, I was thinking about this the other day, right? Mm. This is what I've always wanted to do. To talk to people, to get to know them, to uh, hear their story and just to communicate because we don't do that anymore. Even with my closest friends and family, we don't sit down and talk for hours. This is always, this is something that I've always strived for was like human connection. So that's where that's where Huffy Talk even came from. I was doing lives and then the lives turned into, oh, let's turn it into um let's turn it into an Instagram page. 
And then that ended up turning into, well, let me let me have this guy come on. And then, you know, you involve so many other moving pieces. And of course, things went bad. But that turned into downtime with Downstar. So it's kind of just like the evolution. You just got to let things play out how they are. And you got to have good intentions and good stuff's going to happen. It was dope. Downtown with Downstar and, and fucking uh, Huffy Talk. It was dope. It was yeah. it just, you know, when the foo-foo shit started happening, <laughs> it was just looking at you like, who are you working for, man? What the fuck is going on, man? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. When all that shit happened, um, it wasn't a good time, you know, because then you, the veil starts getting lifted. You start seeing people that were friends mm-hmm. saying things on other people's pages laughing at you when in my heart i'm looking you straight in the eyes bro everything that i was doing with that it was with good intentions you know no nope. i believe you i see i, I heard what happened i believe you know it's 100 it was with good intentions and for for all it to go in such a negative way it just it still bums me out sometimes because that could have been something else that could have been something that that blew up and people have the chance to talk to their favorite racer, favorite CEO of company or shit, maybe even musician, rapper, yeah. something like that. Who That's who knows where they're going to win. Now that turned in to this. So now I'm going to have the conversation and you guys are going to listen, but you can't be part of it. You can't be part yeah. of the conversation. 100%. You can't have this one-on-one because of the immaturity that happened. And that's just it. It's just if, if this immaturity, if if people's mentalities of themselves were a little higher, then we wouldn't be in this position. Things would be a lot better. And that's 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 one thing that I feel also is a lot of these racers, they don't understand their true value and their true place in this world. If you can take... No, they just like the fame, bro. They just like to have a nigga saying, yo, that's... Yo, that's... Yo, you ain't never seen him? But that's, that's all it. They want. That's all they want. But they could have so much more than that. Yo, I'm telling you. I've been around some of these gentlemen. Yeah. That's all they want is for you to know that I'm the nigga that could drive such and such. Gotcha. I'm telling you, that's all they want. They don't want to be like, you know what? Let me try to help these motherfuckers come up. Yo, you got a single cam on there with an LS tranny. Yo, these niggas is putting singles to B. They going D to B. Yeah. Nah, get rid of that. Let me help you come up. Yo, here's this. Y'all, I ain't got none of this. Here, take that. They don't want to do that. They want you to tell them, like, yo, I remember you in this video driving such and such a car, and it sounded good. That's all they want. That's all they fucking want. Which, it's a, it's a shame, dude. It's a shame. Because if I can be in this position from selling fucking bolts, bro, I've never made a Honda go eights. If you can make a Honda go eights, you have a lot of knowledge inside of you and a lot of dedication to to have more worth than just being the guy who has an eight-second car. I'll tell you this. Since you say eights, I'll tell you this, right? <sighs> Fucking Frank got to be the one to bring it out of me. <laughs> Jamie Marsh. Yeah. I never knew this guy from a can of paint. The first day he came to the shop, I listened to him talk. It was him, Ock, and another gentleman. I listened to him talk. 
This is one two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, right? And then I go, "Who are you?" Yeah. What you do? What caused you to? Him? I didn't know him. I'm being genuine. I didn't know him. I'm like, all right, cool. I did the same with trap. I did the same with everybody else I met. I don't really like new people. I want to know what you are, what you want, and what you're doing. So when Jamie come around, I was skeptical. Yeah. Who is he? For what? What is he doing? Why? I tell him, like, nah, he's cool, he's chilling, he's going to help me with the old motor thing, we're going to build a rapport together. This dude is nice. Yo, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Fuck it. I'm still gonna do what I gotta do. If I don't, if I don't vibe with somebody, or if I don't know somebody, I'm still gonna watch you. That's regardless. I don't care who you are. Mm-hmm. So I did. Where Jamie broke the cycle is when he went to the first event that I had in Akko when the class wasn't big yet, and he won. And Jamie was there until the fucking end. I mean, tuning, logging, adjustments, pressures, lining, do this, shift here. I mean, everything. That's what showed me, like, nah, this nigga actually cares about this car and see what my man wants to go with it and what he wants to do with it. Yeah. That's what changed my perspective and made me obviously realize that, nah, son is real. He's legit. I can dig it. Yeah. And I respect that. Yeah, it's um. Sometimes it's a shame, bro. You know, I I wish that people would really see the value that they have and that they can bring, and that they don't have to do these kind of things where they drag somebody else just to make themselves feel better. You know, it's if there's somebody somewhere where you want to go, if there's somewhere where you want to be, if you want to sell merch if you want to have your show on youtube if you want to have people following you i mean you got to put in the work and that's it you know and i think that if a a lot of these guys put their attention in other other areas that they could be successful as well nah these niggas make memes and bash posts you heard yeah and it's just (laughs) looking like bozos yeah but at the end of the day we're all in the same, well, I mean, me, we're, we're in the same community. So My thing is, is what's the point of doing all of this if we're all going to see each other at anyway and nothing's going to happen? Yeah. Why are we doing that? That's my point. Stop bashing me. Stop posting me. Stop talking about my family. Stop talking about my car. Stop talking about my clothing line. Stop talking about everything. Yeah. When I see you, the head's straight and you're not going to do nothing. What are we doing? Why can't we both or all of us elevate the class? I mean? Yeah. What are we doing here? If it was a real problem, then let's have the real problem. Yeah. It could be solved with a conversation. Sometimes you got to break the skin for people to understand where you're coming from. Sometimes. But it doesn't always have to be that. I mean, so if, 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 if we really don't have that problem to where it comes to that, why can't we all just sit down, put all these colossal fucking penises in one room, no pause. Don't tell me how to talk. <laughs> And we just talk about things, and then we and then we separate, and that's it. I love it. I love that. If I don't get it, bro. If there's shit, even if we're even gonna have another event this year, but no, it's over. It's over for this year. 
<laughs> we're gonna get into that. We we get all this stuff out of the way because I want to get into the, the real year. shit. The hobby is over for this year. It's over. I really, really hope not, dude. Um, but just think about it, right? Okay. okay. So, who's gonna make that happen? With all of these things, these big ideas, somebody has to make that happen. Somebody has to facilitate it all, and someone has to put themselves out there. Because you understand the biggest thing that is going on is everybody has an ego. Who's going to drop so their who's ego? The biggest, who's the biggest name in racing that you would consider? It doesn't even have to be a big name. It just has to be somebody who has relationships with everybody that is respected on some sort of level. They already tried that. The mm. actual person that has a problem has to do it. They already tried that. Yeah. Yeah, conversations was had, and then two weeks later or a day later, it was back to the bullshit. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to look at I'm talking at... about face-to-face -face conversations. Like, I want you here with me, and let's talk about it. Yeah, that, that would be perfect at an event, at a Saturday night at an event or something. You know, hey. If I'm not mistaken, we... we... Uh, H day, we was who was we next to? You know who? Yeah, I don't. I, I really, really, genuinely don't know. We was next to them, uh -huh. not a peep. Yeah, we didn't have a problem, not a conflict, not a bump into nothing. Yeah, what the fuck are we beefing about? Know what I mean? Yeah, not an argument, not a dispute, nothing. What, 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 what is the problem? Where, where, where are we going wrong here? I mean, yeah, I think a lot of it is just a, a simple conversation. Sometimes, as far as right now, I can't speak on. I don't live in that man's shoe. I can't speak on. Yeah, it's go time. It's, it's go time. That's it. But as far as that man's shoes, I don't. I don't live in them, so I, don't, I can't speak on that. Yeah, and to be perfectly honest, all of the stuff that I'm even referring to has been over a year ago. So I'm kind of even talking in the Dude. past. I don't even know what the fuck is going on. What are we talking about now, man? Hold yeah. on, man. Some and a half of my life what we doing here some of the <laughs> shit that i've seen recently it's just you know i'll see it chuckle keep on going bro it's it doesn't even register to me anymore it's like come on guys we, we can't keep doing the same thing that we've been doing for the last year and a half like i don't know what the hell is going on too, right? yeah a lot of it's cloud chasing we ain't blind to it either yeah and I mean, I can I can definitely relate, dude, because when I came into the community, when I started doing what I'm doing, selling the bolts, you know, selling something that wasn't respected, it wasn't even a business, people would make fun of our stuff all the time, and it was just, it was a, a battle that I had to go through. I seen the dude post on your page one, uh, maybe last week? Mm-hmm. You had posted a video and he and he said, yeah, something like what Frank Downstar is doing, which was on your video, something like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I didn't comment on it, obviously, because I want to see it. I didn't want to see nothing. It's your page, your content, you handle it. Yeah. And uh, it was basically about like you were supposed to put bolts out and you weren't supposed to make a profit. Huh. Like those, that was the content. I forgot what video you put out. Like you put you put a video out and the dude made uh say if the bolts cost him five dollars to make, he charged eight dollars. Gotcha for the bolt. Nigga, I ain't do this for for free. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you take this going <laughs> for. And so he basically say like, yeah, something like what you're doing anyway, LOL, like with the laughing emoji. Oh, I did see that. 
Like, what's so funny about that? What's this man supposed to do all this hard time and labor and research? <laughs> yeah, at, at that point, when I, I do, I did see that. And I forgot what he, uh, what he referred, what we were referring to. But it was like, if you can't understand the what you're saying, I can't. I don't, I don't, you don't even have the, the software to understand my explanation that I'm going to tell you. So said the software, no, I like how you did that. <laughs> Go ahead. You're, on, <laughs> you're on 98. You're on windows 98, bro. <laughs> if you're saying to me, why did you buy that for $4 and sell it for eight? Why don't you just sell it for $5? For $5. All right, bro. Yeah. You're probably right. Go ahead. Handle your business and let me know. I've been in this. 10 plus years bro you know i i kind of know what i'm doing i i know what i have to do and i know the amount that i have to make to keep sustaining things but because when you pay for my gas you pay for my research you pay for time and you pay for, uh, for search and development you pay for all of that why is a concert from drake 300 dollars or what have you for the nosebleeds but you can see uh griselda for 20 bucks why is it well it's because shut up Shout out Griselda. Hell yeah. Big shout out to Griselda. Because there's so much equity in the brand of Drake. There's so much moving parts behind all of that. So mm -hmm. maybe percentage-wise, I'm not saying the amount-wise, but maybe percentage-wise, Drake and Griselda are getting the same amount. Or maybe even Griselda is getting more percentage out of it because they have less moving parts. So it's the That's bigger... True. Yeah, the bigger your business gets, the more moving parts you have, and you can't be selling parts that you get for four dollars for five dollars like you were able to back in the day when that extra dollar was hell yeah, this is this is a lot of profit to me now. Now this extra dollar I have to pay for the lights, pay for my employees, pay for the product. Plus get that. my time that I'm spending away from my family, I'm I'm determining what that's worth. And that is a reflection of the price and the product and everything. So if you don't understand why it costs that much, it's it's this is Windows XP at the least, and you're still on 98. So it's it we're not thinking about things the same way. So and the old me would have handled that situation totally differently. But yeah, you Mexican, so you gotta chill. Chale, chale home. <laughs> Just fall back. Let him get his comment off. It's all good, bro. Don't worry about it, dude. Because it's just, it's not for their understanding. And um, I think a lot of things that happen in our community. Um, and you know what? I, I really don't want to disconnect myself from the race community and kind of uh, not help them out in any way. Because I love the race community, dude. Uh, I love... Everybody that's in it, everybody that puts their heart and soul into it and goes out racing and, and does what they do and spends time away from their family whenever they're building the cars, saves the money and builds it, you know, but at the end of the day, maybe there's some misunderstandings that happen. There's misunderstandings that happen all the time. And if you don't fix that misunderstanding, then that misunderstanding becomes a fact now because it just never got, never got talked about. So I mean, 2020, I don't know if anything's going to happen. Maybe this is, the, this is the year for everybody to just understand what's actually important in life and none of that shit's 
Look what 2020 did to my head, man. Look at 2020. You got to be looking. You got to oh, be looking shit. crazy out here. I got I got the low pro <laughs> cut today. You got a haircut. You got a haircut. Don't tell, don't tell nobody. Don't tell nobody. That's dangerous in 2020 <laughs> to have a haircut walking outside, man. But maybe, dude. Maybe this, what we're going on in 2020 is going to give people perspective. Like, yo, maybe that shit doesn't really... Maybe I don't need to put my attention over there. Maybe that's not really that important to pick on these people that aren't even fucking with me. You know? It Maybe. Don't no, it don't make no sense, bro. Leave it alone. Yeah, it doesn't, dude. Um, you can't beef and get money. I've always so, noticed that. You can't beef and get money. So, And a lot of these guys can get money. If you guys have people to be able to re repost your stuff and you know to be on your side, dude, figure it out. You know, figure out a way to make money or build your show or what have you. If if you don't like Guncast, dude, go build your podcast. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm asking you guys right now because if more people in our community have podcasts, then the audience is going to grow and then the audience is going to be checking like, oh, who else has a podcast in the community? And then they're going to find my podcast. They're going to find your podcast and whoever else. So... I'm just hoping people put a little more work into it and, and instead of taking kind of the easy route of just blaming somebody else for the reasons why they're not doing well, you know? Yeah, I got you. So before, before we get off of that subject, man, I really don't like to dig that, that much into negative stuff. Is there anything that you would recommend that people would do if they have any conflict with somebody that would help out the situation move a lot faster? Um, either address it or stay away from it. Yeah, pretty much. Either, either, you know, if you could be two gentlemen to go link up and say, you know, this is my issue with such and such, and you know, this is what it is, and y'all can talk about it. Then obviously, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah. If y'all talk about it in person and disagree, you could get a squabble. Yeah. That's what y'all say in California. I got that from y'all. Squabble. Yeah. <laughs> but if, if not, you know what I mean. Hey, I don't agree with you, nigga. It's cool you reached out, but I'm good on you. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's, it's over after that. You go your way, I go my way. It's, it's over. It's crazy. I had this uh, this guy that I knew, and he had recently got out of jail, and I was talking to him, and he's like, yeah, it, he was really new to social media, and he's like, yeah, it's so weird that these people, they, they say all this stuff online, but when they see the person, there's nothing. He's like, dude, I've been in the same cell of somebody that I hated. And I had the, the respect for them to, look, don't come by me. I'm not going to come by you. You stay over there. I stay here. And it's all good. And, you know, if everybody lived by those principles, because not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to like me. And that's understandable. Mm -hmm. If you don't like me, that's cool, man. You know, hopefully one day our paths will align. But if not, it's all good. I, as for as a human I have respect for you, and I'm not going to say anything about you. Just live your day and keep doing what you're doing. Our paths never have to cross because our paths yeah. would have never, ever, ever crossed if I wasn't into Hondas or if you weren't into Hondas. How the fuck am I going to know you? You live on uh, the different part of the country. So if we could have that respect, like anytime my name was, comes up, no, nah, I don't know. No, nah, I don't know. Just leave it at that. And I'll do the same. I don't know. I don't know. But I got you. We'll see, man. So let's get into this 2020, bro. Um, 
I know that I know that that you think on a different level than most people, and uh, our our thoughts are are very similar. Some of the times I see some of your ideas pop up on Guncast, but um, let's talk about what 2020 looked like for you, and when did you start noticing that things were changing? Okay, everybody, we're gonna take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be back in one minute. We all know that there's tons of places you can buy your car parts at, but when you really need help, who's in your corner? When you need parts for your Honda, you need to visit HeelToeAuto.com. Since 2002, Heeltoe has built a reputation for service and support. Let me repeat that, guys. Since 2002. It's 2020 right now. That's a long time of experience, man. These social media slingers and copycat web stores can't match Hilto's professionalism. Hilto even offers a complete OEM store for all your genuine parts needs, whether it's for show, race, or just a badass daily. Remember that HiltoAuto.com is in your corner. And guys, if you're on Instagram, make sure you check them out at Hilto Automotive. Please, please go to their page right now, add them, and comment that you heard them on Downtime with Downstar podcast. Next up is Downstar. Downstar is the premium leader in dress-up hardware and engine bay accessories. We have all the nuts and bolts for all your screwing and nutting needs. From engine kits, transmission kits, mount kits, clutch lines, brake kits, t-shirts, skateboards, hats lighters damn we got it all we we actually have too much guys so if you can please come over and buy some stuff at downstarring.com or check us out at instagram at downstar make sure you give us a follow now back to the show 2020 hit the fan faster hit the shit hit the fan faster than anything 2020 came in with a bang man she came in and said like i'm here yeah and, and this is what it is which i don't when did you start noticing that things were were going wrong? March. 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 I think our last gun kit the one before damn. Guncast 46, 45th? Yeah. Uh-huh. We're at 46 now. So Guncast 44. Okay. So and I remember I asked on 44, oh, let me know when I downplayed. And they told me 43, 44 is when I was downplaying it. Yeah. The virus and shit. And I went back and listened. He was right. I did. I did. I told him that. I said, no, he was right. I did. Yeah. And after this whole pandemic and shit happened, yeah, 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 2020 has been like, holy shit, you've been a motherfucker. It's crazy, dude. So what are things like out your way? It's cuckoo out here. People can't stay home. I'll tell you that right now. Are a lot of people home? Absolutely, 100%. But can they stay home all day? No. You're still seeing people out? Yeah. I'm also an essential worker, so I'll be out. Oh, really? Yeah, I work for the government. So what do you do? Uh, DPW, sanitation, whatever. Shit. So I have to go out to work. So when you got us on the schedule on and off. So when you were downplaying it, what was your idea of everything that was going on? That it wasn't a pandemic. Like, I didn't think that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that. But I also did state that, okay, this is a virus. It's been Who released it? I mean, I made that clear. Yeah. Who released it? Where did it come from? And what are we on, April now? Yeah. Frank, who released it, Frank? I don't know. Am I wrong? Has it been released? Yeah, I, I think so. 
it's been released, man. It's too much coming out that shows that it's been released. Yeah. I'm not bugging. You know, I was um a little earlier on everything. Uh, I always go on Reddit. I'll go on the conspiracy threads. And then I started seeing the videos popping up of uh, what was going down in China. And this was like, bro, this was like early, mid-January. Started seeing in November these, is when it started. Yeah. So I started seeing these videos around mid-January, right? And I'm just like, damn, this is crazy. They're going through all kinds of shit. And, and it, it was like one of those things where you tell somebody like, hey, you, you, see, you seen that going on? And like, no, nah, I ain't seen that. Nah, you, you don't see what's going on in China? No, nah, I didn't see that. Yeah. I'm like, you guys don't see that millions of people can't leave their house? They're on lockdown. And then here, didn't even register on anybody's mind, bro. And you know how it is. If something's happening in another country, it's it's easy to disconnect because you're you don't have family there. You're not part of that country. You don't even watch the news. It's not in your algorithm. So you're just like, ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. But I always do that kind of like late night searching and just just digging and see what I could find, man. And I saw stuff getting ugly fast over there. And it was just just a matter. Of, I knew it was just a matter of time before things were going to start to come this way. And I... I yeah, it was the cover-up. Yeah. Yeah, it was covering it up. They didn't, they didn't want it to get out. I don't know if either it was released or an experiment or whatever. But I know it was man-made is my point. Yeah. Well... And, and that's what we got here. I think a lot of stuff in, is going to come out in the future about this time. We're literally living in the middle of... Probably one of the biggest conspiracies ever. Definitely. And definitely. There's so many ways that this can go. You know, is this mm-hmm. biological warfare? Is this our entry into World War Three? Is this, this is what I think. I think we're at biological warfare right now. Yeah. My my personal opinion, that's what I think. I think we're at war. I think Trump and China Trump China didn't like the trade agreement and they my opinion, literally, I'm going to show you how much you motherfuckers need me than I need you. Yeah. Everything comes from China. We had no masks. We had no respirators. We had nothing. Yeah. Fucking we, nuts. New York, America, got like this. And I've seen videos of uh, people in China uh, wiping their feet with the mask. And folding them up and putting them in boxes on their way over here. Like I seen, I literally seen the video of that. Man. It really, it really broke my heart, man, to see that. Like how these humans treating other humans like that, man. Wow, that's scary, dude. Like, he was wiping his shoe and then putting a mask in piles for them to be shipped over here. Fuck. Yeah, it was, that was fucked up, man. I don't know what's going on, man. I can't lean any way. I can't say for sure it's 5G, it's war, it's biological warfare, it was sent by China, but there is a lot of stuff going on right now and for me just to sit back and think, "Oh, it's a it's a pandemic, we need to stay home. This is going to help out." Yeah, but that's not the full story. Yeah, 100%. Not at all. Tell me, I'm an adult. 
Tell me what the fuck is going on. And then well, why would they tell you that that everybody got to take many many uh, uh mandatory vaccines? Why would I tell you that? Yeah. Why would I tell you that that's my plan? It's for everybody to have a mandatory vaccine and take that little RFID chip. Because Why you're going to have you? to tell me the the whole plan. And I'm not yeah, going to no, like that whole plan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, then it, it could be that too. The Bill Gates thing. We're going to put the chip inside of you. And then they're going to move to uh, the digital currency. Like, what Bill is going on? has been preaching depopulation for at least as long as i've known who bill gates was yeah he's been preaching depopulation bro now he's all of a sudden he's doing five six interviews oh no i got the vaccine yeah i got it but everybody gotta get vaccines fuck everybody gotta get it are you You gonna get it hell no hell no let me die and catch the rona (laughs) i'm not getting shit i'm not getting nothing i don't know what they're gonna do the only thing that they can do is to stop you from accessing other liberties because you don't have the chip. Yeah, oh, you don't see, have the chip? The same page as me. Sorry, you can't come into the DMV. Oh, you don't First have the chip? You can't go back to work. You can't go back to school? Kids can't go back to school? Back to school. You don't have the, the kid ain't got the you ain't got the vaccine, you can't come back to school. And most, yeah, that's this is all right, but see see it, it's also technical too. It, it, it's a little bit more more uh uh, tough for them because America, in the law, there is something where you can't force such thing as a vaccine on us unless we beg for it. Mm-hmm. This is the problem. So if people are begging for it, they no, 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 you got to give it to everybody. We have to get it. It's where they can pass the law because the people, the majority of people, are asking for it. That's the problem. So that's why they're causing this hysteria and people dying. Frank. The numbers of people that got sick to the number of people that that died to the number of people that got better, it don't add up. Yeah. It don't add up. There's people that's going in there and say, yo, I got a light cough and dry eyes and they're signing off coronavirus. Here, you got to stay home for two weeks. It don't add up. Yeah. How are you diagnosing me like that? My opinion. What about the videos about, uh, I forget the hashtag name, but people were going to their, their local hospitals and a lot of hospitals were just empty. Empty. Hey, I talked to two people so far that I got here in uh, uh, Yonkers that work for them. One says it's crazy. One, one does say it's crazy. Me and my old lady went out and drove around to like three or four hospitals. We saw the line for people that's doing the testing. The line was probably about half a block long. Mm-hmm. It was 10 cars on that line. That's it. And then the hospital wasn't crazy. The front of the hospital wasn't overrunning with people. None of that. None of them. Yeah. And um, there's a lot of nurses that shit is just coming out too that's being downplayed. They're saying like, we don't know what the hell this is. Like, you know, this is showing up as a blood clot in their lungs and this is showing up as a flu symptom and we're still diagnosing them as corona victims. This is people I talk to. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Um, December, January, maybe even November. Um, did you get sick? Yeah, I was sick. Yeah, we, we already talked. We, me and my, my old lady already talked about that. No, we, what, so we both sick. What, did that feel different to you? No, it felt like sick. She was sick. 
and I stayed around. Well, usually <laughs> I'm a weirdo. I try to take the cold from her so I get the bug, and while she gets better. Got you. And I got it. Stayed home from work. Got over it. She got sick, and then got sick again, huh. which was weird. I yeah. think it was like in the same week she got sick twice. Whoa. And then my boss had it. My boss was sick, and he got like four people at the job sick. This was the this was December, bro. Mm-hmm. This was the month of December. He's in the chair like this at work. <laughs> you gonna get me fired? <laughs> you gonna get me fired? <laughs> All right, now think think about this one, dude. I know this this theory is already out there, but um. Me personally, right? So early January was when we went to uh to Tokyo Auto Salon, right? In January or in uh in Tokyo, Japan. Um You had it. I could have. Dude, we were around so many people, dude. When you're in Japan, you're like this. Dude, I was around so many people, people that are coughing, people that were sick. And me, I rarely get sick, dude, because I'm not a dirty person. I'm, I keep my hands clean all the time. I'm always conscious of that, right? So then I get back from Japan and maybe like a few days later, a week later, something in the time frame that they're saying for the coronavirus that it just doesn't show up at the time that you get sick. It takes a little time. So I just thought it was just like because traveling and then I got sick and then my son ended up getting sick. He was throwing up, getting the flu, flu symptoms, right? So um, then I ended up getting sick and bro, that shit took me out. I I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do nothing. My body just felt like shit aching. I was freezing and hot at the same time. It was, it was terrible. And then my wife got it. My guy here, Alex, he got it too. And at that time, you know, around flu season, everybody gets sick. So, oh, yeah, I'm sick. Oh, and what's the thing? Oh, it's going around right now. Oh, it's going. uh, You talk to everybody. Oh, yeah, my my aunt's sick. Oh, yeah, it's going around. You go to the grocery store talking with the the clerk, you know. Oh, yeah, it's, it's going around. That's the thing. It's going around. But the weird thing, right? So... My son, we took him to um, to Kaiser to the hospital, and they checked him in and everything. And uh, they said it wasn't the flu; it was a it was a respiratory infection. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, just take this vitamin C and uh, just get some rest. Okay, cool. And my wife, she's feeling shitty. She's like, I do not feel good. And she was working at the time, so I say, you know what? Just go. We have insurance. Go, go check it out. Same thing, respiratory infection, not the flu. This was like mid-January to towards late January. You're like, what the fuck is really going on, dude? How did that just happen that everybody ended up getting this respiratory infection that no one even knew what it was? And then, you know, a few months later, all this coronavirus shit pops up. And then you hear about these people that have it and they're not showing symptoms and then people just dying out of nowhere, like it's crazy, bro. I don't know what's going on. No, we got everybody. I think a lot of us had it already, just didn't know what it was. Cause I, I had to stay open work. Usually, when I'm sick, I'll go to work, but obviously, I can handle it. Yeah. 
that time when I had got sick in December, I stayed home. I stayed home. I felt like shit. Yeah. So I think I wrapped up in a blanket, just drank mad tea, therapy, ginger, lemon, honey, and I always wrapped myself up to sweat it out. Mm-hmm. I got better in like a week. Yeah. A three, four days, a week. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they did Frank, get this it. Is, this, is, this is bigger than anything, Frank. What about the economy crashing? Because there's no telling <sighs> if we're going to come back from this. Bro. I don't think people understand that. I was telling people, right? Because when this was coming up, everybody was saying the common, the same thing. Common flu kills this many people. It's not a big deal. I'm saying you could say that it's been bad weather. It doesn't matter what the fuck the cause was, what the issue is, whether it's the coronavirus, some other virus, whatever it was. That doesn't matter. The situation that we're in is people are getting laid off. And then businesses are closing. People are scared. What's going to happen then? No matter if it's a sickness or not. Just take that into consideration. All of these fucking businesses are closed. Millions of people are on unemployment. What do you logically think is going to happen? We're just going to... Oh, we're back. China bought up a lot of... China bought up a lot of stock too. China <laughs> also bought up a lot of stock since then prices came down. Fuck. It's, I, don't, I don't know. You know what it is? I've been into conspiracies and shit for a long time is that I'm really talking about it yeah. a lot towards people because not everybody's on the same on the same page as me. Yeah. So I keep it to myself. Yeah. You, you believe, you know, your government loves you, everything. They're only taxing you because they love you. They're only telling you to take these vaccines because they love you. And, you know, you believe that shit. Yeah. You'll be the nigga with the chip that can't buy nothing because if you ain't got that chip, that's where your ID is. That's yep. where your, uh, your 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 health your healthcare is, and your food stamps, and that's where everything is. And if you don't have that, you can't do nothing. And you sheep are gonna be the reason why everybody else gotta get it. Yeah, and we don't need that. Yeah, who can? That's why I always ask people when you get the chip. They always ask me what's the bad part, what's the worst thing about that chip, and I tell them once you get the chip, right? So let's just say we all got it. Who controls it? Yeah. Who controls that chip? Not me. They, and you know, you know what they all say? The government. I said, there you go. <laughs> when did you start uh, getting into conspiracies? 15. What made you get into that? 15. How old am I now? 32? I think I would be about 9-11. Around there. Yeah, 9-11. I just, something wasn't right. Same shit, dude. 9-11 loose change is where changed my mind. Same shit. Same yeah. thing, bro. I bought loose change from eBay. I bought a fucking disc. Mm. I remember buying the disc of loose change and watching that. And I told yeah, my dad, I said, dad, you have to watch this. This and this and by the beat. He was he was offended that I was questioning anything. And at the end of it, he was like, Whoa. That yeah. that was I think that was a lot of people's entry into conspiracy. And uh it definitely brings up a lot of valid points, man. Not brings up. There's facts in there. What plane hit the fucking Pentagon? 
None. That's the uh, answer. It's fucking none. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say this right now because I know that Uncle Sam's listening right now. Yo, I will take this chip right now. Just let me see that security footage of the plane hitting the Pentagon. Chip me up. I'll do it. Chip me up. CGI some shit. I, listen, <laughs> Sam, I ain't I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Keep it. I don't want to see shit. <laughs> Keep it. I don't want to see shit. But I, I already know the truth. I get what you mean about not wanting to talk to a lot of people about it because a lot of people they just do very surface research and it kind of just muddies up the water. You know, when you have these people, they're spreading false information from maybe like a a little YouTube clip that they've seen or something like that, and it and it really tarnishes the name of a conspiracy theorist but really what i like to to call myself is like a, a thinker and somebody who questions things and yeah th th that's the biggest thing you know i'm not saying that the government is this bad entity and wants us all to die and the you know the rockefellers and things like that but i'm gonna ask questions and if these questions lead to making things look a certain way, then I mean it is what it is. Show me a show me show me a different reason. Debunk it. I'll take it. Debunk it. I'll take it. But if you can't debunk it, and if you're telling me no, that's just what it is. Why do you think that? Just that's just what they said. That's what it is. Okay, I got a little I got a little problem with that, you know, and that could. That could lend to my problem with authority. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people have been programmed to think that certain way. So I, I, that's why, like I said, I don't get mad. I'm gonna argue. I understand because I was that same person. So yeah. I understand. Um, I was watching. Uh, I was telling Ak about this the other day. Uh, hopefully, you watched it. There was an interview with uh, Alex Jones on um, Sam Tripoli's podcast. It's called uh, Tinfoil po Tinfoil Hat Podcast. So. Um, Maybe I heard it. So Alex Jones was talking about something that could be a remedy for the coronavirus, which was um, this thing. It's called quinine. Quinine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the um, in the tonic water. And he was saying that in the British Empire that that's why that they would win and they wouldn't get sick is because they would have the limes and tonic water and that would stop them or or heal them quicker. And I was like, that's crazy, dude. I've seen that tonic water at the liquor store. There's no way. So I went to the liquor store, bought one, and it says it. It comes with it right there. Oh. So I Googled that, and it says that that's, that's to help cure malaria. And then what that what was going around was that hydro, hydrocordone? Chloroquine. Chloroquine, right? That's what they use to cure malaria, right? So if anything happens with me, I'm definitely gonna get you know a 24 pack of those those tonic drinks and some limes and just hide out <laughs> in my room and that's it. But the natural healing of the earth of the earth, man, could cure you from almost any disease in the world. Half of them are always man-made. Yeah, I have a bad like I drink. I used, I would smoke, mm -hmm. so my body ain't gonna adhere to everything that I put in it. I mean, yeah, but literally everything that comes out of the ground from the earth is good for you. Potatoes, carrots, broccoli, avocado is amazing. Black seed, like a lot of these things are healthy and good for the body. 
is there any sort of remedies is there any remedies that uh you personally use for say when you have a cold or sickness or you know something ginger lemon raw honey and uh and green tea got you got you yeah and they're saying vitamin c a lot too vitamin c yeah but you know what it is you got to consistently use it i take a multivitamin every single day so it's every a lot of this stuff is already in my system yeah but you know i just like i said i combat it with the drinking and the fucking smoking so do you watch what you eat like um the types of foods that of you course. eat from how else you think they go down i fucking i look at it be like oh this is gonna be crazy <laughs> <laughs> You still eat fast food? Mm-hmm. I haven't ate fast food in about fucking four years. Really? Four five years. What made you Damn. stop? McDonald's. They did that. I would give them the credit for that. McDonald's. Every time I ate McDonald's, I would wonder why my shit smelled like fucking toxic fluid. And only when I ate McDonald's. <laughs> And then I started looking, then I started Googling, what the fuck is McDonald's meat made? And once I seen that, I was like, oh, hell no. no. I haven't eaten fast food in about four or five years. Yeah, that was that was definitely one that I pulled out at. Um, I think it was probably around the same time, dude, where you started seeing all those videos pop up about you know the, the burgers just lasting like fucking four years, five years, and no mold or anything. Nothing. Yeah, okay. I'm not eating that shit. And then I was uh I was listening to um a podcast yesterday and they're talking about when little Duval he was on Joe Rogan and they were talking about the same thing and he's like, Yeah, have you seen the video of the McDonald's burgers and they last this long and little Duval's like But that's good, ain't it? <laughs> and stay- <laughs> Uh, uh, see, this <laughs> nigga's like that. That's what the world, man. You gotta be careful. <laughs> you can eat this four years later; it'll still be good. Man, I'm good on you. French so, fries don't muffle. This don't rotten. <laughs> nah, I'm not eating shit. So, what's your favorite conspiracy? Favorite? Or yeah, the one that I don't know how everybody overlooks. That, yeah, that one. Nine Eleven. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck everybody overlooks that. How does that make you feel as a New Yorker? Oh, we were we were duped. That's the word they use. Duped. Mm-hmm. We got duped. Yeah, we got screwed on that one. All of this is just a power grab. The coronavirus, it's a real thing. It's dead serious. It's killing people, but it doesn't stop them from trying to grab some power on the way out while we're trying to fight this. All yeah. power grabs. Stay in your house. Next thing is six feet, then 12 feet, then 24, then nobody could be around anybody. We're going to sign them to law. When do you think we're going to get out of this, if you had a guess? I would I, I would, I would, think this is a test. Yeah. The same way, do you remember when um, the uh, food stamp cutout was for like a few hours? You remember that? No. Yeah, they had a big food stamp uh, shortage where nobody had their food stamp money. Mm-hmm. None of the cards worked. Nigga, this was like for like four hours. Mm-hmm. And they came out and said, oh, it was a glitch in the system. It was a mistake. There was people breaking in the stores, robbing the stores, walking under Walmart. I said this. I, and I said it when it happened. Oh, that was a test just to see how you animals are going to react. God forbid this really happens. And now they see. Now they see how to prepare for it. 
Now, didn't something similar happen, like a, a, a shutdown, when the uh, the Boston bombing happened? Didn't Boston? Oh, I don't know. If not, not up here, no. Yeah, if, no, not up there, but in Boston, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think the whole entire city got shut down when they were looking for that guy, the who did the bombing. Oh um, yeah, they cut his tongue out and they shot him in the top of his head. What the? Yeah, f- I remember that. Yeah, I remember. That. <laughs> Let me write that one down, dude. I gotta, I gotta look into that one a little bit. Now, one more before we get off of conspiracies. This one is my favorite about what's going on right now. Have you been seeing the videos popping up of uh, a a lot of uh, UFO sightings all around the world? Yeah, yeah, I have seen them, but they they kind of look kind of funny to me, Frank. Really? I like. I mean, yeah, because I seen one on. I seen like two of them on. Uh, Facebook and they look funny to me. I mean, I believe in UFOs 100. percent Yeah, but just those videos, I guess I saw do look funny. So what if all the elites, the the billionaires or what have you, the ones that stepped away from their positions a few months back from all these huge corporations, what if CEO. they're just uh, they're all dipping right now to the moon or to Mars or what have you, and that's why we got to stay inside so we don't see this. <laughs> The spaceship's leaving. No. Hell no, I don't believe in that. Come on, dog. <laughs> Frank, don't tell me you believe in that bullshit. I want to. I'm, I'm like uh, X-Files, dude. I want to believe. <laughs> I don't believe in that one. I want fucking bit. As far as uh, UFO sightings, I believe it. As far as the elite just leaving niggas here on Earth to take it off at night so we can't see. No. <laughs> have you ever seen a ufo no no i would love to me too dude i would definitely want to see a ufo not a ghost yeah, i'm chill on ghosts i um either one i would love to you'd love to see a ghost yeah as long as it was my man yeah for sure yeah um i i know that they're here and they're probably here right now just watching us uh, but I see one over there by that damn old ass two TVs you got in the corner <laughs> over there. That's my one guy, of them dude. Is trying to turn it on. <laughs> one of them over there trying to turn. It on. I, I respect him, bro. That's why he don't mess with me. <laughs> oh shit, dude. So mm. I I, I want to switch up subjects a little bit, dude. Music. How mm. how big of a uh, of an impact does music have on your life? Big impact? Not really a big impact. Really? I like music. Um, If I want to feel chill, mellow, I go to old school Jamaican music. I'm Jamaican. Got you. So I would go to that and just catch a vibe and pour a little drink and I chill. Yeah. So Jamaican music. If I want to get ratchet, I put on some uh, Pop Smoke, Sleepy Hollow, Kodak, NBA. Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, it's a new gentleman out from Brooklyn. Really? Write that down. Put Sleepy Hollow, um, Deep End. What oh. is it? Deep End. Okay. Yeah, I, I mess with that song. I like that one. Yeah, I'll check that out. Um, what about uh, out out towards your area? Is there any rappers or anything like that coming out of your area? I don't know. Oh yeah, we got the Vatos. They out there uh, rapping. I forgot some name, but yeah, yeah. There's music out here in uh, Yonkers. Absolutely, there's music. 
Yeah, when I was growing up, I always gravitated towards East Coast music. That was my thing, man. Um, like Wu-Tang, you know, Nas, Jay-Z, D- DMX, Rough Riders, all of that. I was I was into that even more than I was like West Coast music back in the day. West Coast, West Coast music is dope, man. West Coast music is fine. You got to come out here, bro. We got to go get an Impala, go cruise around, go eat some Roscoe's. I got getting something with a low rider, hit the switches with a bitch. I, I'm Mexican, bro. You know I got an uncle with an Impala. <laughs> <laughs> He's got one with switches and everything. I ain't never been in a hydraulic car, man. I'm dying to, man. Yeah, dude, that would be so sick, bro. I want one, man. I'm going to get I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna yeah. Get one. So uh, let's talk about the, uh, the RSX, bro. What do you have going on with that? RSX. Oh, shit. RSX is um my toy, man. RSX is um just something me and my boy built just for me to have fun because I never had nothing too fast. I never won a race. Yeah. I always got spanked out there. <laughs> I feel I you. A 96 E-Kick patch with a V16 with an LS tranny, and I used to get demolished, which is fine. Yeah. And then uh, this is the fastest car I've ever had as a 13.0 at 107, the RSX. And, yo, bro, I'm happy, bro. 247 horsepower, cutting the quarters. I got a different set of doors and different set of uh, different different trunk on stock rims with R888s on it. And I ran 13.0 at 107. I'm nice. I'm happy. I'm not out here to break records. I don't want to join you niggas' gangs. I'm good. Like, I'm happy in my lane. This yeah. is my lane. I'm good. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, that's about it, man. So when are I you... Got, s- I think I'm going to put a head package on it. And then I'm going to go to Fort Piston. And I'm gonna, I think I'm going to put a head package on it. Nice. Yeah. That's what's up, dude. When are you going to race Trap? Trap, you don't want no smoke, man. <laughs> I have a cigarette right now. This would be it. Trappy don't want no smoke, man. I better dust and trappy off, okay? <laughs> How often? That's the first time I seen Trappy drive, man. Like, really, power shift was when he drove Project Drive and then he drove my car. Yeah. For the first time. I really, I seen him power shift. I was like, oh, shit, this nigga can really do it. So when I hear him, I'm just like, oh, man, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got to get him out the hole, man. If I jump on him by a car and a half, I got him. Seems like you guys are always having fun, man. Hell yeah, bro. We don't take none of this shit serious. Me and Trap. I just, when I was on live, when you joined there. Yeah. Niggas was asking me, yo, you a Trap? Go. Yeah, we gonna, yo, we raced six times already, bro. You ain't seen the video? <laughs> we don't take this shit serious, bro. I feel you, man. Oh, man. So, um, let, let's talk about the, uh, the giveaway cars that you, yeah. that you guys been doing. Um. How did you feel about uh about Lefty and how how everything came out with the car, how it came looking, and and the finished product? Cause that shit looks sick. Lefty was dope, man. You see Lefty? Yo, you didn't see Lefty in person. No, 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 no. Lefty in person was dope, man. He got it from Lefty with the color and everything and the motor. Oh no, did he get the motor? No, I don't remember. But he got it from Lefty. 
And and to see him build that car and say, yo, you know, fuck it, we're going to do all-wheel drive, and we're going to do a brake tuck, and we're going to do this, and we're going to do that, and we're going to make all-wheel drive. I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, yo, yo, you sure? And he's like, yeah, man, this car's going to be dope. And to see it get done was was amazing, bro. Yeah. It was. It was, it was truly amazing, man. Lefty was turbo, all-wheel drive, 600-and-something horsepower. And right hand drive. Were you there when the guy picked it up? And I didn't get to drive it. <laughs> no, one day. Oh man, he was probably stoked, dude. I didn't even get to sit in the motherfucker. I was mad about that. I don't fit in the bucket seat. I'm a big, I'm a big boy. <laughs> you know, I don't fit in the bucket seat. So after seeing that car get built, that you didn't want to do any of that to the RSX? No. Yeah, no. And then, as far as the move me to do mine, no. Ian Trap had tagged me in a, uh, they got an all wheel drive subframe for the back now for the RSX. That, sound, that shit was dope. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I forgot the company's name, but that shit was dope. $1,500 for that little subframe that go in the back so you can make an all wheel drive. But I'm just like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. So, what do you I'm usually just take my hatch out? I'm just take my motor out and put it in the hatch and I can have fun like that. What do you usually do for fun? Just like not car related or anything like that? Right as of right now? No. I do a podcast with my old lady. No way. Actually. She started it. Yeah, she started it. Uh, she started her little podcast. It's just a, I guess we got to upload it to Spotify or one of them little things. No shit. Yeah, she wanted to do a little podcast. She was like, while wow, we on downtime. Downstar. Yeah. <laughs> plug you. Let me plug you. Thank you, dog. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, while we on this downtime with the quarantine shit, let me just start though. I said, I right, let's just do it. I mean, and and yeah, we we did our first episode uh last week, but she ain't posted yet. I don't know what's going on. Whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm waiting for to put it up so I can listen to it and tell y'all about it so we can laugh. So what? Yeah, I know I'm. Re- was it like a video or what? No, she wanted to do just the audio. Uh-huh. Why? I don't know. So how did you guys record it? Oh, phone. Uh-huh. And after that, I text my man and he gave me the whole setup about what um, what stuff to buy. Got you, got you, got you. Put it on. And so we going to, I think she ordered it already. It's tough to do that. Sick, dude. How long have you guys been together? Six years. Awesome, man. That's cool, dude. Frank, Frank, my business, Frank. <laughs> That's cool that you guys can just get together and do a podcast, bro. I like that. Yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm with it. And I'm retarded. You know that? <laughs> Why you say see that? <laughs> Waiting to catch up. You see how I don't want to ask it or don't want to answer with your whole damn question. <laughs> do you have any? You have any questions right now? Any hold it down questions? I have one. When we when we when you're ready for me to ask it, I got. All right, we'll, we'll we'll end it out with that. But um, before before we get out of here, um, mm-hmm. I like what you guys are doing with Guncast. What is what is your idea of what Guncast is going to be, say for the rest of 2020, and what what is an idea that you have for it being? I I would like to see Guncast. Give some give people uh, a relief, like basically 
All right. Joe Button has a podcast, right? I love that shit, Frank. Religiously. Yeah. yeah, me too. Tuesdays and Saturdays. I'm religious with that that's shit. That's my shit. That's my number one. And downtime's my number two. <laughs> religious. Joe Button, he's funny. He reminds me, like, he makes me feel like me. He say what he want. Yeah. He's not scared to be a goofy nigga. Like, and I like that. Yeah. And Joe Bun podcast really is what 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 I see us becoming. Yeah, dead serious because I has this personality. I be Frank, you see me? I be dying. Yeah, I will be dying. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I see us. I see us being similar to that. My man didn't get his first sponsor until five or six years later. I'm fine with that. Sponsors yeah. don't beat me. I'm cool with that. I'm good. You know what? Um. I, I feel the same way, dude. And since they stopped doing episodes, uh, my life has just been fucked up ever since Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know what to do with I'm myself. With yeah, I'm just like, uh, fuck. <laughs> they had to practice social distancing. You niggas, damn, man. Remember, I don't know if you remember when he said this. He, he'll always just say the most random shit. He said, yo, do you guys ever just lay down in your bed and close your eyes and pretend you're dead? <laughs> yes, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what? Yeah. I remember when the podcast they was talking about yo when Joe was talking about Durex condoms being a shit and he was like so wait my dick's small niggas <laughs> was just like what <laughs> oh man who's your favorite from the show Joe Joe one hundred percent yeah <clears throat> I, I, I would go Joe and then I would go Rory really not Maul. Yeah. Nah, more sometimes more. I think more be lying. You think so? I don't think more be keeping it a hundred. Yeah, I think he be lying. He just he just perfect. He just a perfect nigga. <laughs> man, you lying? Nigga. You had shit stains <laughs> your drawers back in ninety eight too, nigga. We all had doodle stains back. Then. <laughs> lying, motherfucker. Oh man, I love that podcast, guys. If you never listened to that, um, the Joe Budden podcast is definitely the number one podcast out. I love it, dude. Um, what other podcast? Joe Rogan too. Yeah. Um, the only reason I say that Joe Budden is number one is because I can't listen to Joe Rogan every single episode, and it's not his fault. It's just that sometimes the guests that he has on there, it's it's not in my wheelhouse, you know. Like like now, I want to listen to all the scientists and and doctors and things like that. But just on on a regular day basis, I'd rather listen to um, you know when it has Eddie Bravo or or somebody on there, one of the buddies or somebody interesting. Eddie Bravo. You don't, you don't know Eddie Bravo? Sounds familiar. Oh, dude, he's uh, one of the biggest conspiracy theorists out there, dude. Eddie Bravo, no, it sounds from Eddie Bravo. You have to know Eddie Bravo, dude. No, I think I do. Because now as I keep saying it, no, I think I do. Huge. I I do. He'll go on there. Um, did you ever see the one with uh, Joe Rogan when he had Alex Jones on there? Of course. So when he was on there and um, then the other guy came on, that's Eddie Bravo. And the other guy came and... Oh, yes, yes. I knew I sound familiar. Yes, 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 yes. That yes, dude, yes. he's a nut. When they were talking about, like, the cloning the babies or what have you, and Alex Jones flipped out. <laughs> Alex is a fucking genius. That's the first person I listened to when I started getting into conspiracy theories, and everybody told me I was crazy. Yeah. I stopped listening to him for a few years because he had me freaking out. Yeah thinking that the world was going to end. So I will say he was a little bit of fear-mongering, 
when I was listening, when I first started listening to him, but as I obviously, when I got older and I started looking, and like, all right, he's just trying to prepare you. He doesn't mean in how he's coming across. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's one of his biggest problems. And that's what Joe always tries to tell him is that he's just going nonstop, nonstop. And then he'll say something and then they're killing the babies. And they're like, wait, 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 hold on. What are you, what are you talking about? But then when you slow him down and then you have him bring up an article and then the article says exactly what he's saying, you're like, wow, this dude is it's just the way he's coming across is it's too, too, it's too forward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what other podcasts do you listen to besides those two? Joe Rogan, Alex Jones, uh, my shit, Guncast, 6 p.m. Mondays. Keep going to slash YouTube. <laughs> Downstar. And that's it. I'm going to feel bad if I don't mention somebody. Yeah. I feel you, dude. Do you listen to the Brilliant no, Idiots? No. No? Do you do no. you like Charlemagne no. or no? No. I can't stomach Charlemagne. Hey. As far as the radio goes, that's about it. I think Charlemagne is uh, a sucker. You think so? Yeah, my my point. Yeah, I think he's a sucker. I think Charlemagne is here to get, get ahead and get by any way he can. Yeah. Make it. And, you know, something that's, that's, not, that's not for me. That's just fine. No, I feel you. Uh, I, and I could see why you, you think that, you know, especially with one of the most recent things about when he was doing the interview with Gucci and Gucci was calling Angela Yee a bitch and Charlemagne kind of just didn't even say anything. I'm like, come on, bro. That's your man. You're yeah. supposed to defend him. Yeah. But then at least he, delete it out of there. You can't change everybody. At least delete the shit. You know what I mean, yeah, he didn't have to put that up there, but I, I could see where that comes from. I, I was shocking all, bro. Shocking all. Yeah, definitely. Well, I wish you the best, man. I love the podcast. You know, I, I, you. I love listening to it. It's it's part of my Monday roll. I'll throw that on there. The only thing that I really wish that you guys would do is separate the audio and put it on as a podcast because it's hard for me just to be on YouTube while I'm doing other things and then I can't listen because then the app has to be running the video. So if I want to be on Instagram or something while I'm listening, I can't. And to do that, it's it's not that much. I could help you guys with that. But basically, you know, just get a SoundCloud and then strip the audio and then just upload it. And uh, that's... Now we own it. No, trust me. We own it. Right? Yeah, because it. it definitely deserves it, man. It's it's a dope podcast for sure. I love the... Um, I love the camaraderie you guys have and, and definitely something that uh, that I envy, the uh, friendship that you guys have and just to be able to sit with each other and just, just laugh and be honest and, and be your your genuine selves, you know? Ock basically told me he do this just for me. He said, basically, I do gun cats just for you. That's it. He, he could be doing something else. Yeah. But he does it just for me. So I'm, I'm humbled by that because I enjoy that shit for real. Yeah. I'll be fucking dying. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I, I enjoy it, man. What did you say the other day? Fuck, I told you it was something about um, spam. He was saying about Aki eating spam or something. Mm. Fuck, what was it? There's something that you said. It was, I was just... <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a dope I'll relationship, lying. man. <laughs> <laughs> just funny though so one uh, one of the uh the segments that you have on there is uh what what was it called again 
uh, would you hold it down would you? At, at the end of every podcast? Yeah. Okay, so break that down. What what what, what is that? Yo, I was driving home from work. I think I work. Yeah, and I had called my shorty and told her like, yo, I got an idea. I think about doing something like, would you hold it down at the end of every podcast? She's like, what you mean? Like, you know, like, would you hold it down if your mom was cheating on your dad and you found out? Would you hold it down or would you tell your mom? And it's exactly what she did. She was cracking the fuck up. Like, what the fuck is wrong with your head, boy? And ever since that day, I thought of something. And then that's it. It's, these niggas love. They eat it up. And then I, then I started incorporating girls into it. And it's been going good. I love it, bro. I love it. So we got to get one for you. I got one. If All right. You want one. All right. Yeah, let's do it. You sure. We ready? Uh, yeah, we're ready. Are you going to answer this? Uh, how does it work? Do we both answer it, right? So, no, no, we don't, we don't both answer shit. Okay. <laughs> it's on you. It's okay. on you and you're watching, you're, you're listening. Oh, shit. All right. All right. So, I'm going to ask a question. I'm going to paint the picture the best way I can. Let's paint it. Okay. So, I'm going to give my answer and then everybody listening, if you're on YouTube or if you go to the, the, uh, Downtime with Downstar Instagram. Leave a comment on this episode of your answer of would you hold it down. Let's go. I'm, I'm ready. Right. So, Frank, <laughs> you my man, 150 grand, uh-huh. right? We known each other. It's me and you. Uh huh. We known each other for 20 plus years. Okay. <clears throat> we live across the hall from each other, right? So, you know, we usually just walk in and out of each other's house. Like, you know, my door is yours. But if my shit's open, you come on in. Yo, Vicky. Yo, what's good? I'm in here. Cool. Yo, I come in your house. Frank, what's good? I'm in here. Nah, it's cool. Come in. Got right, you. No doubt. We, we got this mutual understanding. Got you. So one day, you know, it's a Saturday. I'm at the crib. I got a new girlfriend. Y'all introduced just like a week before I introduced y'all. I mean, like I'm telling you, Frank, like this is my shorty. This is, I mean, like my baby. And what's my situation? You single. Dirty you dick. House. Dirty dick, Frank. Yeah, you dirty. Huh. You do, the pee-pee is filthy. Pee-pee <laughs> filthy. I still right. got a condom on. <laughs> so I'm in the crib. You in your house. You doing whatever you do. You eat pizza. You eating pizza, one bite, everybody knows the rules, Frankie. And then you fucking, <laughs> you decided that you need to come to my crib for something. Yeah. So, like I said, we don't knock, we don't do nothing. Yeah. You open the door, you come in, you hear the music. You hear the music playing. Yeah. What's the music? I got to hear the song. What is it? How deep is your love? How is it? That's the music playing, right? What's the odor? What's the odor like? The temperature? Sex. Okay. It's sex. The odor is sex. <laughs> so you walking in, yo! Yo, Miguel! <laughs> Nobody hears you. But then you start hearing moaning. Yeah. So now you tuned in. You start hearing moaning again. Like, damn, why is he moaning? What the? You hear Vicky moaning his girl's name. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> well, we, she has to have a name. There's got to be a sexy name. Monica. Monica. Okay, we'll take Monica. You hear me? Oh, Monica. Oh, my God. I'm moaning Monica, period. <laughs> <All right. laughs> 
you hear that, you don't make it. You don't make no more of a sound. You leave. Are you gonna hold it down to address me about me being a three hundred plus pound man moaning Monica's name? Or are you gonna keep it to yourself? You gonna hold it down, or are you gonna address me? No, I'm gonna tell you. I'm like, hey, Doug. So I went into the pad, get some pizzas, get some napkins. And your girl was putting it down on you. Yeah, you, you might gotta, ruin a friendship. You gotta yeah, keep moaning. You gotta keep that one around because I never heard you moan before with <laughs> Stacy. Monica, you gonna ruin a fucking friendship? <laughs> you can't tell no nigga you heard the moan. <laughs> nah, you gonna ruin a friendship. That's the same thing as grunting. Nah, nah. You see, that's why I made sure to put it as moaning. No, it's not. Okay, uh, moaning. Uh, it's different. You in there? Uh, Monica, uh, no, that's not the same shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a crazy situation. Yeah, you're gonna ruin a friendship. I'm you, you tell that, and you heard him. You gonna ruin a friendship. I mean, to be honest, if I if I go into anybody's pad and they're doing something that I know is a personal a, a personal thing that they don't want anybody to to hear, not even not even sex or moaning or anything like that. Just you know, we all have our own things that we like to do, and when nobody's around. And if right, you, jerk off, Frank. Right? Just say it. Yeah. Jesus jerk off. Well, whatever. If I see my my boy jerking off, or I'm like, oh, all right, bro. And that's it. When he comes out after yeah. that. You see a man jerking off in public, you better say something. <laughs> that's number one. You better I, don't, I, I don't have any mans that are going to be jerking off in public, bro. And if I do, it's probably, I got to reevaluate re- that friendship. Call the cops on that nigga. I give you the right. Call the cops on that nigga. Oh, so what would you do? You just walk in and hear me just scream, Monica! Cracking right. the fuck up. <laughs> See? Crack. I mean, fucking hysterically cracking up. All right, what do you... You crack the door and she's changing my diaper, bro. My my legs are in the air. Come in the seat. Like this. Look, like this. <laughs> and go, See, there you go. Gonna get me go viral, bro. Oh, I'm not. I'm not sending that out. That's between me and you. <laughs> you hold that one, huh? So, yo, my niggas, watch how you talk to me, my niggas. Stop talking to me like that, and, and I just text you the picture. <laughs> you see you with your legs up with the diapers. Stop talking to me. <laughs> it would never go on the internet, no. I uh, oh shit. Yeah, that's what I got, man. That's what we do on fucking Guncast, man. I we love it, man. Stuff like that, man. Keep you laughing, man. So that's uh, that's Guncast every Monday at six Eastern time, right? PM Eastern Standard Time <laughs> on Mondays, yes, sir. So three o'clock uh, West Coast time. YouTube.com slash Keep Gunning, sir. There we go, bro. Very entertaining show, man. I love it. I wish you guys the best and. Um, I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. You know, just we're, we're in the same space, so what you guys do motivates me, and I I need more of that, dude. I I need motivation, and hopefully other people join the space, and we could all help each other out. You know, even if um like the Honda stuff and the racing and all that, maybe there's animosity there. We we could create our own little community over here of of media podcast things and help help each other out. And help build each right. other, you know. Since- right. I got no, I got no problem with any of this shit, bro. Like honestly, you know, I'm here for the growth and to see everybody do good and see everybody win, man. Like literally, yeah. man. And you know, 
just stop with the bullshit. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Let's all win together. <clears throat> yeah, no, definitely, dude. I, I think after this uh, whole pandemic, things are going to be a lot different. People are realizing what's really important, what doesn't matter. And a lot of the stuff that we were going through was that we just had too much time. Ooh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. What do we got there? Right. I got people begging me to drop this. That is hard. Shirt, right? So what's your motivation on that? What is that, that label from? Casamigos. Casamigos. Okay. Is that your drink? That's y'all drink. You Mexican, right? No, I, I haven't drank since 2010, but my people definitely drink, though. Casamigos, man. That's, that's inspired by Casamigos. I like that shirt, dude. That shit is yeah, yeah. sick. So when are you dropping that? Uh, I'm just waiting on one more piece of uh, merch to get established. And then I said, I'm going to let it go. I don't want people asking me to let it go right now. But if I'm not completely ready, I don't nah. want to take your money and be sitting on your shit. Yeah. So I said, I'm not going to let it go yet, bro. Definitely. Let me get everything and I got you. Well, sure. when when it uh when it's out, it's going to go for sure, man. <clears throat> I see it. Yeah, God's willing, man. God's willing. My yeah. humble dude, so God's willing. You're gonna you're gonna make it far, Vic, for real, bro. Especially with that attitude and uh, and your values and your honor, um, we need more of that in our space, dude. And that's why I'm excited to uh, to see your growth and see what you end up doing. You know? Yeah, appreciate you. Frank. Yeah, for of real. course, bro. You ever need anything from my side? Always holler at me. I'm always here to help, man. You met me in person. Yeah, I'm not a goofball nigga. No, you're like twice my size. Besides that, man, size don't be shit. Niggas nah. can be big and still be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just being genuine, yeah. straight up, straightforward. Yeah, I like that. I, mean, I like that. Yeah, no, definitely same person right now that I met, and um, I wish you the best of success, dude. This is an exciting time, you know. This is gonna be exciting, and there's a lot of content that can be created. And uh, just like Joe Budden keeps us going Wednesdays and Saturdays, or did, you know, in downtime with Downstar or Monday, Thursday, Guncast Thursday or Monday as well, dude. It's it's part of the schedule. Oh, and man, it, uh, we and get back up with the Guncast. We gonna we gonna have we gonna be up and running. Hell yeah! Quarantine six feet, six feet. <laughs> I, I love it, bro. So before we get out of here, where can people find you at? Uh. Instagram, GunnerVic914, man, on Instagram. That's it. Facebook, I don't do it no more. Gotcha. That's about it. GunnerVic. I'll have it listed below. Um, Vic, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. And, uh, appreciate you, man. Keep hustling, bro. I love it. And I wish of you course, the best. The crowd, man. Yeah. All right, guys. I appreciate you. Of course, man. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you check out Guncast every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. YouTube.com slash keep gunning. Um, awesome show. I love it. And uh, I love you all. Thank you for listening. This is episode 159. And we out. Peace.